Welcome back to We. <laughs> you immediately left. <laughs> you take a big old vape hit right before leading into it to the opening. It's a little. Uh... <laughs> yeah. We are. You might be wondering, Jory, how do you know Joe is vaping? Started using webcams. <laughs> yeah, it's Summer Twilight Book Club now. Uh-huh. I was just going to do the intro again, but now you're already talking to the listener. I don't know what to do. Uh, just do, do it anyway. We are. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. Hi, Mouse. Oh, cats are also in the booth. We are. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for... The Rubber Boy anime called One Piece. It's in the title, everybody. My name is Joe. I'm joined in person by Jory. I just did a pose, but this isn't a visual medium. <laughs> it is for me. <laughs> I see the medium. That's right. I'm I'm here, and we're we were sitting there like we we have to feed the content these in some way mm-hmm. while I'm here. And after after racking our brains. Joe just kept thinking about the horrible mess of episodes that were in yeah. this chunk. And then I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And then I watched them and I think, I get it. I get why. I was anxious. I get it. I was ready to go with those. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had considered doing commentary tracks for the Patreon, which considering how many episodes we have edited for like a buffer, there's probably like a commentary track on the Patreon by the time this comes out. Probably, yeah. probably. There's two. Um, but I didn't want to watch a movie. I wanted to watch the post Inus Lobby arc, which is what we're here discussing today. Uh, I don't remember the numbers, but I know we ended at three twenty-five. We we ended last time with the tragic loss of a dear friend and boat named the Going Mary, uh, and now the Straw Hats return to. Water seven to recuperate, to crack open some cold ones. <laughs> I remember the going merry, and now I'm sad. Oh, so you have to open another drink. Yep. But but yeah, we're we're back. Uh, I'm gonna have to actually pull up an episode guide because we did not take any notes. I I remember what we watched today. Yeah, vividly. But what we watched yesterday is like it all blurred together. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you watch like. Five six episodes. <laughs> I, I I always watch them in like yeah. uh, a bunch, but I usually write down notes. But we were just mm. just hanging on my couch watching yeah. One Piece. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Wearing uh straw hats and choppers hat. My usual experience when I watch One Piece with another person is everyone has the same joke and it's a good one. Is I don't know what's going on. Can we start from the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't uh, pull that on me while we were watching. I'm surprised I didn't either. We we skipped the filler as well. Uh, I think that's unsurprising at this point in the podcast. Uh, but three thirteen. Uh, oh yeah, every oh yeah. We were talking about how literally every episode drops a bombshell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like out the gate. Uh, not just the last one. Although the last one is where I was like eager to get to. Uh, so three thirteen through three twenty five. There's three filler episodes in the middle that we'll uh, say when we're skipping over. These are. 
These are June of 2007. We're getting hmm. we're getting into the years. That's 12 years ago. Yeah. What were you doing 12 years ago? I mean, this is June, so I probably wasn't in school. Uh, but I couldn't tell you what summer that was off the top of my head. Um, but, I mean, middle middle school? What year yeah. did Michael Jackson die? That's the turning point. 2009. Okay. He died on my birthday. Um, oh, that sucks. The, when I turned 13. Mm. Uh, so now everyone knows how young I am on this podcast. So that means I was still... Oh my god, I might have not been in middle school. I probably was. I it was like 6th grade? Maybe. Because you're 2 years younger than me. Yeah. So yeah, you would have been sixth grade because I was. Well, you would have been. You would have been going into middle school. So this, yeah, this was the between. Yeah. So I was probably like, no, I had, I didn't move yet. I moved between middle and high school. Mm. So I was probably like getting into Cody and Cambria. Okay. Uh, not watching One Piece. No, unfortunately, I was probably watching Naruto. Hell yeah. I think this is still no. Uh, I got into Bleach in middle school, so I wasn't into Bleach yet. I say I, four kids lost the license in like two thousand six. So, I'm saying you could have been watching that. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, elementary school would have been when I saw the, the syndicated stuff on, um, yeah, tsunami or whatever. The we've we've talked at length about watching. Uh, I remember the Barati arc. I remember the Alabaster arc. Yeah, and like that's it. And uh, probably some Chopper. I recognized mm. Chopper when mm. I got back to it. Uh, anyways, starting with three one three. There's no good space to put this on my desktop. 313 is titled The Disturbance of Peace, The Vice Admiral, and The Fist of Love. If you need a reference point, Jory, uh, this is the, this is the, this is where, man, right out the fucking gate. I don't remember what your, it was like four days, literally four days ago when you told me what your guess of The Fist of Love oh, meant. We recorded that last, recently? Last weekend. Because we said, like, oh, yeah, I'll see you in, like, four days. And then, like, because it was, like, Sunday or Saturday? Oh, yeah, it was. And it's Friday now. But because, yeah. like, we just sat on the on couch Saturday and watched. Because it was the day before Money in the Bank, and my birthday was ruined by by a, a large man. Um, so you're older now than you were last time. Yeah, I, I am. And th- through that time, I, I, can, I can remember what I said. I thought... I, I just thought it was Garp coming by to say, hey, congratulations, kid. You did something impressive. You weren't entirely wrong. Yeah, you were. Because Fist of Love does does like my my immediate thought is that Garp understands a good enemy, and he's he he kind of has, and I I think I was a little bit right assuming this. He has kind of like the Goku complex of I can't kill them because they'll come back stronger and it'll be more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I got. Yeah, that. yeah. I I think um we'll, we'll get to some discussion about Garp later in today's episode where it will boil down to if he wanted to do the thing he <laughs> could have done the thing uh we we start with this episode it's been two days since the aqua laguna uh which i mean i guess all that happened in one fucking day is, i figured this was like right after they got back because i know i i think yeah, it's, it was, it's just two days right out the gate but yeah, that's it but i i feel like um they had to have at least spent more than 24 hours in Annie's lobby, I feel. Uh, it's just anime pacing kind of screws that up because you can't ever tell the progression of time in anime unless they give you a, a subtitle like that. Mm-hmm. But I do I do think that them saying that in Annie's lobby, the fact that it's always daytime is part of them saying like, like talking about the passage of time a little bit there because they don't know how long they've been there, really. They don't know how long they've been there, yeah. So I feel like they were there more than a day. 
realistically. Maybe it happens. It it feels like it happens really quickly. Yeah. Because there's always this pressing of time of you have to save Robin really quickly. Yeah. And Spandam's touting about how, you know, like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah. But yeah, it's anime vagueness in terms yeah. of time. Um, we had talked before also, like, the, the daytime was probably also, like, a torture method. Yeah. Because um, I, I think the giant specifically said something like they were they, they kind of lost track of time because it's always daytime. Oh, they knew how many years it had been. They, okay. they had been keeping track of how, like, because they were, like, serving, uh, I think, 100 years. Yeah. In, as guards, and they were like, we lost 50 years. Yeah. I'm angry. <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, it, it, it's, been, it's been two days. Uh, I'm reading the long summary of from the the One Piece fandom wiki. Uh, I used to use this exclusively. I used to not rewatch when we started this show, mm. if you can believe it. I kind of remember that because I'd say something like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah," but I didn't remember it as as clearly. Um, yeah. And I don't remember when I started rewatching for real. I think it was like mid. No, it was like right after Alabasta. I think because you were really excited to see Bellamy. <laughs> you said he's your son, so I do like Bellamy. <laughs> um. Not that it's justifiable in Skypea, but yeah, uh, he just he just um just an asshole. He's misguided. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember watching any of Skypea. Is the thing? Hmm. Maybe it was when we just got to Water Seven. It might have been Water Seven. Um, and it didn't change how long anything took. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but but anyways, uh, I I just like the sentence. Uh, it 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 is a time to gather thoughts, pick up pieces, and resume lives. Because we we see uh, Water Seven rebuilding the town after yeah. Aqua Laguna, so like a, I think this is a yearly process for them, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and I think this time it's a uh, it's the worst it's ever been. Oh yeah, I think they do say some shit like that. Yeah, because that's like because because they carry on uh, global warming. Yeah, they specifically I think they've said just multiple times to Aqua Laguna is that it gets worse every year. Mm, yeah, you think I kind of wish they dug into that more, of like just a single sentence about yeah. Just what, like what could be going on in the in the even the Grand Line even what yeah like the, the Grand Line, the Grand Line feels like it's so contained in its own yeah bullshit. almost like it's its own planet almost yeah yeah it, it uh in a, in a lot of ways One Piece Mouse in a lot of ways One Piece feels separate from at least at like the like climate stuff that I usually you'd see like um in other media but I this is the closest I think it, it, it's come. To me, like noticing something, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, Aqua Laguna is this natural disaster that gets worse every year, yeah, and it's just built into their lives. <laughs> Which, like, I just, yeah, I guess I just wish they did like more lip service for it. For, yeah. like, there's a there's a scene later where like uh, Iceberg is like planning to do something about it, but it's not a solution; it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Um, I don't remember which episode, but uh, I already forgot about this. Zoro looks at his rusted sword. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember because I remember watching and I specifically like, he's looking at like, damn, the guy who did this was gone in five minutes. He didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's kind of, that's kind of the that's feeling. That's how it felt. That's, I, I almost feel like that's his feeling too. Is like, it didn't, it wasn't even like a worthy battle. I just lost this sword. Yeah. And a flashback shown, it was the sword in the sword shop that the guy behind the counter just gifted to him because he was so amazed by his luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is for some reason this episode maybe it's just this arc because I feel like there was like not a lot written about Skypea yeah. in these but this is like uh, really detailed. Soro sits alone holding the rusted ruins of Yubishiri and again stuck in a helpless feeling that he hadn't given the sword proper respect, leading to its fate. I guess I mean it's like a 
It's like a really quick scene. <laughs> yeah. He looks at it. We get the flashback. I, I, I got that he's more like, damn, I need another sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like maybe, yeah, maybe he's like uh, disappointed for a bunch of reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, the annual process of rebuilding Wonder Seven uh, and their back streets. So I mean, it's the back streets. I think it's an interesting part that like uh, the the poorer parts is what takes the brunt of it every mm-hmm. year. Um, I guess if like Galilas were building it, they're probably not charging people. Yeah, to, to do there's. It. I I, we've talked some about like the, it's it's the ideal cap. It's like ideal golden rainbow capitalism what is what's if, going on in Water Seven. Good, you know? yeah. That, that's how that's how Water Seven feels. Like you were joking when we were watching. Mm-hmm. Do you think Galila are unionized? And I was like, they probably don't need a union. Iceberg's probably not an asshole. <laughs> yeah, or maybe just it is. Like, yeah, because uh, yeah, it's like maybe like you know funds are cha- exchanged for goods and services. But yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it's ra- rarely do we engage specifically with capitalism in this show. I think. Mm. I think sometimes there's effects of it in terms of, like, greed with, like, Crocodile and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of outside of the day-to-day effects of capitalism, in which I think this is one of the first times I've thought about it, in which I jokingly thought... (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah, no, it's it's a later joke where they're building something, and uh, Iceberg and Frankie are working too hard, and the workers are like, I can't keep up. And I'm like, do you think they're unionized? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, it it came down to, like, I mean, they're they're not telling them to work. Yeah. Didn't even I don't even think he, this project in particular is a weird case, but yeah, uh, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, we see Polly in a new jacket uh, with the other uh, shipwrights helping with the rebuilding. Burpee. Yeah, because the the people in the village are talking about how it'll take like over a month for them to rebuild everything. Really? I yeah, that. and then the galley law guys show up and like we're gonna get this done in a week. They work too fucking hard. They're yeah. on crunch time all the time. Yeah. This is understandable. I mean, tons of people don't have homes. Yes. They're not trying to push out a video game, so uh-huh. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, the ethics of crunch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, this is a this is a waterlocked city that gets hit by natural disasters once a year. And it's the fact that people What's interesting is like is that surprising then in that context that Gully Lost coming in to help really quickly? Because if they're talking about, like, oh, I guess it'll take us a month for us to get back on our feet, is it like a surprise? I, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to that scene. Is it like a surprise Maybe. that Golly Law is stepping in to help? Like Maybe has, a little bit. Has, has Iceberg and Golly Law become more philanthropic as a result of this? this? That is a strange thing to think about because we saw the public opinion of Iceberg is that he's the coolest, greatest guy ever. From whom? Did I we? The, I did we? The city seemed to make like did, a big deal that did we, Iceberg was trying to get assassinated. Yeah, sure. I'm just wondering, like, that's a that's a, probably a case too of us, like, hey, all of our livelihood is dependent on this dude. That's true. Too, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of the economy is based on having this best shipbuilding dock in in the goddamn world. Mm. But I just have to wonder, like, you know, if we spent time with the people in the back streets, this is like, I wish you would just build all the houses above water level. That's true, yeah. Because it's like, uh, you know, half the city is safe when yeah. that shit happens. Um, they're putting way too much fucking thought into this. But it is, it's interesting. It's it interesting, interesting to think about. It's a nice little rabbit hole <laughs> of uh, just, like, how normalized things translate into media. Yeah. Maybe without uh, being thought about. Yeah. Anyways, the, the Frankie family rebuild their Frankie house, notably not destroyed by Aqua Laguna, but by Luffy. 
uh, if you remember back <laughs> yeah. in Water 7. Yep. Um, they're not great at construction, uh, is the yeah. thing. The house is crooked. Yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah are recovering. Chopper is helping their their recovery. But this is like, there are details in this description that I do not remember being like, it says, Gamora's eye damage isn't permanent. And we'll both will be back to 100% soon. And I'm like, do they ever fucking mention eye I don't damage? Th- I, don't, I don't think they, I feel like they didn't. I think maybe if there was a visual thing of like a broken goggle. Are those their eyes? No, we, we know they wear goggles. We, these are the only two Yagra of that size we've seen. That is, t- that is true as well. It would, I just assume they're wearing be goggles up. because the rest of the Frankie family wears goggles. Yes, it would be fucked up if they weren't. But <laughs> yeah. if, we're, if we're connecting the dots. <laughs> we learned Zambai's name yeah. collectively because uh, neither of us knew the name of the like second in command, quote unquote. Basically the voice of the Frankie family. Essentially, yeah. The one that has like, there's a couple recognizable designs that stand out, yeah, but mainly him. Like, like the oval guy. But yeah. uh, it's, it's basically like... Uh, it, when you see like a, a swarm of characters, he's just like the voice for him. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's been constant. I think we've just referred to him as like the one, the yeah. leader, the <laughs> like the the second commander, or whatever. But he uh, asks Frankie, he asks for help for getting Frankie's special delivery uh, from the train station. I remember asking you if you remembered Frankie spending the money, yeah. uh, and you said kind of. Yeah, he's just like, sorry, I spent it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't remember if he said he spent it on something specific, but now we get to figure out what it is. Well, not now, but we will soon. <laughs> There's um, a bunch of people trying to see the Straw Hats and apologize because they were really mean to them when they thought they killed their lord and savior. <laughs> Iceberg, um, they want to apologize. There's someone who says, let me be your new secretary, Iceberg, which is funny. Because uh, they're gone now. I wonder, too, like... Uh, this is like revealed to be part of CP9. It's like that's not public knowledge, probably. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I wonder what Iceberg told anybody. It's like, hey, they were they tried to kill me and now they're gone and the Straw Hats beat them. Oh shit! They probably yeah. didn't reveal it was a government plot and assassination yeah. attempt, or else hmm. Iceberg. They probably would have come back. That's probably like that's probably a scary conversation to have with anyone who was just the people in yeah. How does seven? The, how does the government reconcile? With ice, they pro- here's what the government does because we see how the government handles things. They don't. They just hope that iceberg doesn't run his mouth, and if he does, they'll send more people to kill him. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll come up with alibis and reasons why that's not true, and yeah, probably uh, a mysterious fate will befall him. Hmm, I wonder uh, if this happens in real life. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, we also see Dorian Broggy are helping as well. The giants. Yeah. Um, oh no no no. Um, Dorian Broggy, the the captains. Okay, yeah. They're, they're still fighting, we see. Um, and that's why yeah. uh, Oimo and Kashi yeah. can't go back. They're like, well, since our bosses are still fighting, we'll just we'll just chill here. Yeah, we're in no <laughs> rush to get back to Elbaf. They offer Usopp to go back with them. Yeah. He is unsure what the fuck he's doing with his life, because he has not formally rejoined the Straw Hats. Um, although, you know, who knows what will happen. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> Miss Sogeking. Yes, fuck. Hope, I hope we see him soon. I love Soga King. I, miss I love him. him so much. I'm surprised I don't have a tattoo of Soga King's mask yet. I've been considering it for a long time. That's a really good one. I'm just like, I need like matching tattoos of Soga King's mask and uh, Majora's mask somewhere. That'd be good. So two really good mask tattoos. They do have kind of similar designs with like the, the swirls. Yeah. yeah. Just like masks. 
mask. Cool mask. Cool. There's a replica somewhere. There's a replica of a uh, Soga King's mask you can buy on Amazon, but it's like three hundred bucks. And I'm like, I'm sure it's really nice and worth it, but just like, no. What happens if Link puts on Soga King's mask? Does he become king of the snipers? Like, I don't. Well, so the lore of Majora's mask, I would assume. <laughs> That's not a transformation mask that has the, the soul of a killed man in it. Yet. Well, here's the thing. Land of the Snipers is in your heart, so it finds the soul of Soga King within Link's heart. You could be right. <laughs> you could be right. I should cosplay as Soga King. Anyways. They don't. They decide not to go to Little Garden. Um, they will go... Because that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. They were going to Little Garden when they got intercepted by the Marines 50 years ago. Uh, they decide they'll head back to Elbaf slowly, and they're in no rush. Uh, Usopp, I think, I this says declines, I don't know if he declines straight up. Yeah. Uh, I think he's unsure in this scene. Uh, Iceberg talks with Frankie in his office, and that he learns that the blueprints were destroyed, and says, yeah, that was probably a good idea. And, uh, uh, there's a typo. Uh, but now, uh, Iceberg's concerned about Frankie being targeted by the world government, uh, and then Frankie asks him about the drawing that, or the, the blueprints that Iceberg's working on, and this is the, his idea to deal with Aqua Laguna is to make Water 7 float forever. Yeah. Just, like, build it into a moving uh, yeah. city. Because he, he states that he trained under the man who kind of, like, changed the world with his project, so he's hoping to have a, a similar mm -hmm. impact with, with a project that would help all of water seven mm -hmm. and i think the idea is that if it's all floating when aqua laguna comes it'll just be kind of like shaky yeah we should just like put the u.s on a big boat and move it away from i don't know there's bad climate here we'll just move somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> there's my scathing criticism of iceberg's solution <laughs> i forgot that this happened i for completely forgot he had this idea rewatching it um, but yeah, this is like, that seems possible. And it's like, I thought the train was impossible. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, nonetheless, the Frankie's, uh, Din Din Mushi, his transponder snail, uh, his snail rings and it's, um, it is Zambai saying that the, the, the treasure has arrived. Package secured. I got the drop. I got the rare loot. Uh, we, now we get to check back in the straw hats who are, you see Luffy is like eating a shit ton of food. And people are just kind of talking around him uh, in this, like, special, like, Airbnb. Yeah, they basically have their own little hut. Yeah, it's just kind of this room that is only used for them right now. And they all have, they all, they were, everyone was giving given a shirt. Yeah, they're all wearing, like, uh, Golly Law Company yeah. clothing. Because which, their clothes are probably definitely, like, all beat up and gross. Probably, it's yeah. a nice little touch. Yeah, I, I do that is nice like in, seeing their outfits change. Yeah, that's just a nice thing that, like... You, you don't worry about it in cartoons because ultimately it doesn't matter, but it is cool that it's something that they... Even, mm -hmm. like, you think Jojo, that'd be a common thing in Jojo because Arthi loves fashion as much as he it's, does? It's not as common after part three. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it is weird that you pointed out. Because he loves, like, fashion and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, he's done stuff for Gucci before, which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, the... I can't imagine what kind of work goes into making new reference sheets and, mo and like, stuff mm. for... Especially for intricate... Yeah, and they're so complicated. Because um, there was, I remember part two, Joseph goes through like a couple outfits. Yeah. But maybe that was unsustainable. Yeah. Because part three is the only change is Kakyo and gets glasses. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. D did you ever read the manga uh, Rohan Goes to Gucci? No. Oh, holy shit, it's real good. 
he uh he, co- he comes across a Gucci handbag mm-hmm. that is a, that is a stand enemy stand like the the handbag is a stand itself and like anything you put into it it like put transport somewhere else huh it's incredible is it santa claus's stand <laughs> i can't remember as much just how funny it is that a gucci bag like is or stand. has a stand that's yeah. so good it's its own stand <laughs> yeah they receive a visit oh yeah so sanji's trying to keep up with luffy's uh, appetite kokoro Ganbei, and yokozuna get there uh, Yokozuna's like outside because he's like, and he's so big. He's, yeah. a, he's a big ribbit boy. Uh, they try to talk to Luffy, and that's when they realize that Luffy is asleep, but eating. He's still eating. He's eating in <laughs> sleep. Sanji just, uh, says like he uh, has learned how to do this so he doesn't miss meals when he sleeps for three days after big fights. That's that's a nice little touch too. That he he is exhausted after this stuff too. Yeah, and it's actually an interesting touch because I remember. In Alabasta, when he sleeps for like three days, he's like, "That's like nine meals I missed." Yeah. <laughs> and this is the follow-up. This is the, the <laughs> this is long-term like this is long-term storytelling. That is legitimate. <laughs> legitimately, <laughs> even if it's just for a gag. Uh huh. One One Piece is good at long-form storytelling. Yeah. Anyway, she tells Nami that the log pose will uh, adjust to this location in about three more days. And, but she's really depressed because everything that they owned and cared about was not on the Mary when they got back on the Mary at the end of Vengeance Lobby. It's, uh, it, at first it feels framed as like she's sad about her stuff, which is like, haha. But she, the like tangerine trees, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's, that's mainly it. That's like a huge thing. And that's, I didn't even, I didn't, wasn't even like thinking about it when they're showing the Mary burning up and stuff. I, I I saw that the tangerine trees were gone. I was like, oh, they probably just disappeared or something. Or just didn't want to draw them burning or just like... Yeah. It was just like easier that. to yeah. not address it. Yeah. Because uh, like, oh, yeah, maybe she, would have, she wouldn't have been able to take them and it would have been sad or whatever. But yeah. it's easy to believe that things got lost in the, the water or the, the Aqua Laguna or whatever, which is what she assumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then some... Uh, it was his managers of the hotel... Uh, it it after the attack of uh, the attack of iceberg that when they when he was attacked, yeah. uh, they confiscated all of the stuff off of the boat. I guess Usopp never noticed because he had that boat for like the day. Yeah, I feel thinking back to it, I don't think the tangerine trees were when he was in Frankie's hideout. I don't think. I don't remember seeing them. Yeah, I don't think they I were guess I would, there. I guess I wouldn't have noticed if they were gone. Yeah, I wasn't because you weren't. That wasn't the focus of the. No, scene. I wouldn't have paid attention. Yeah, that's. That's interesting. Long form storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, they uh, that includes all the money uh, and and like valuables that they had and the the trees specifically, which is like I kind of don't know why they took the trees, but I guess it's fine. It works out because now they have them. Yeah. Because they don't have plants in Water Seven. They're just like these are ours now. I guess. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh. So she's stoked on that. Oh, Rob and Chopper show up and they hear the news. Um, and they're like, cool, we have this 100 million belly that we can now use to buy our new ship. But. <laughs> they don't get to think about that very long. Yeah. Because Frankie shows up with Mozu and Kiwi and starts to give a fucking soliloquy about this ancient tree. The strongest tree of all time. Civilization flocked to it. And when it crumbles, the tree still stands. And then it's like, I got some wood from that tree. <laughs> it was real expensive. <laughs> Calls it Adam. 
uh he he's like um i i it's really expensive it's sold on the black market it costs and it i needed approximately 200 million bali <laughs> conveniently to to make this dream this i wanted to make a, a ship out of this wood and that's why i took your money so i could achieve my dream and do it and now i realize that that was a little a little fucked up <laughs> and he offers to give them the ship yeah after he builds it and they're all like what the fuck he uh, i don't know if this is really stressed in the scene this scene but he does want to like something as grand as the ship that Tom made yeah. for Gold Roger, mm-hmm. the Oro Jackson, which I think was also made from that wood. Maybe I'm just maybe that's just me inserting that. It's probably that would that would make sense. Why else would the boat be so great? And why else would Frankie know about it? About that wood. I mean, we can just assume he's, he's been in the shipwriting field for so long. Yeah, I'm sure Tom mentioned it, whether or not the Oro Jackson is or isn't made from it. Yeah, I don't feel like looking it up, but it's just. Yeah, the Oro Jackson is sort of just a thing he wants to get something as good as. It, it probably was just because of everyone keeps being like, you know, you know who Monkey D. Luffy reminds me of? Gold D. Roger. Yeah, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> ah, um, he's like, yeah, so he's like, I've had the blueprints forever. Now I have these materials. Uh, I'm going to build this ship and give it for you and everybody. Super stoked. Luffy does not wake up. To, so he doesn't learn this yet. Luffy wakes up when he's punched in the head by someone who is arriving now. Uh, a marine ship arrives. It's the bulldog figurehead that we have seen before long, yeah. long ago. It Zoro is... is the one who actually lets them know about it. Oh, tries. He tries. Zoro sees it because he's on the shores and he's like, I gotta warn all my friends. And he runs dramatically. I think it's lost. He runs, he runs to a different shore. The, yeah. the music stops. It's a really good gag. <laughs> and he's like, I gotta run back. And he, this is a really long shot where you see, like, uh, from the point of view of the shore, looking back at the buildings <laughs> in the alley, you see him run down, take a left, several beats pass, and then he comes in from the right and runs back down the alleyway <laughs> back towards the camera. And he's like, shit, fuck, <laughs> dicks, I'm here again. And he goes back. Um, some children try to extort him for some reason. That's the next time he gets to, to a shore. Oh. There's a, there's, a, there's a gap because uh, <laughs> the music comes back in as the Marines are marching. Mm. And then it cuts again when he gets to the shore. The oh, next okay. Time. Uh, it's very funny. And this is when, yeah, some toddlers. Uh, they're short. I don't know. They're, I'm assuming they're like eight or nine or some shit. But some kids come up with like rulers. They want to beat him up. This old lost man. Uh, we'll see how that goes later. We see Garp get to the Straw Hats Airbnb and he punches a big fucking hole in the wall. Everyone's scared. Luffy is asleep. And he he says, he makes some remark right away that's like ah, same old Luffy. I remember you made a face. I write it already at that. He punches Luffy. He he jumps over and punches Luffy. No one can stop him. Like people are like, oh shit, but like he just kind of jumps past everybody. Punches Luffy. Does damage despite the boy being made of rubber. Yeah. That gets pointed out later. And when Luffy wakes up, he sees Garp and he says, Grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa. That's the cliffhanger for that episode. Yep. Gra- Grandpa. Grandpa. G Son. G Son. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all right. 
So let's deal with, before we get into other shit, how do you feel about, how did you feel about that? Both the delivery of that being a cliffhanger, but also that reveal of this, like, because Garp was set up a long time ago yeah. as this uh, vice admiral. Yeah, he, he, we were known, we knew he was important because he was tra- training Kobe and Helmeppo in mm-hmm. one of the, like, in-between arc episodes. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't really see much of him. Like, as a character, we just thought he was, like, yeah. a hard guy. He's a hard ass. So we just assume, oh, he's in the military. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably see him again in some fight or something. I think the big shock value, and I think that's where it comes from for everyone in in the Straw Hats just around him, is why is Luffy related to such a high-ranking official in the Navy? Yeah, like, where does this divide come from? Yeah. That this super high-ranking military that they all seem to know by name. Yeah. Uh... Their grandson is Luffy, who is this, like, <laughs> buck-wild pirate. Yeah. Uh, and Luffy's never mentioned it. <laughs> Luffy's never mentioned anything about his life in general. And, and Except for when they met Ace, they said, this is my brother. Yeah. And it was a very similar reaction of, y- you, you have, have a, a brother? brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing. It's like, Grandpa? <laughs> what? Uh, and that's right where it picks off. They reveal that. He's a celebrated hero. I think, again, I think they mentioned that he's the person who brought in Gold Roger. Yeah. I missed the exact line, but I feel like I saw the name Gold Roger in the subs. <laughs> As I was, like, half-watching that moment. And he talks about how he was... Oh, Luffy makes some remark about how Garp tried to kill him all the time when he was a kid. He's like, I just... <laughs> I just trained you really hard to be a strong marine but you were corrupted by that old man shanks and it was such a good game oh, yeah. it was the it was a flashback to like first one is him throwing luffy down to a hole and he's making like a certain face and he's falling <laughs> and then the next one is him throwing him into a forest and he's like flying the exact horizontally. Same animation, but with a different background yeah it, it's like the, well there's like progression to it which is really funny that there's like it's it's framed in a certain way that makes it funny because one's going down one's going horizontal and one he He's tied a bunch of balloons to him and sent him Why? flying up in the air. Like, what kind of survival training is that? Oh no! <laughs> Just in case you ever end up in the movie Up, <laughs> I want you to be able to handle it. Do they have movies in One Piece? Oh, surely. Because they have Hollywood and Naruto. There's a movie that's about I, Ninja Hollywood. I know that. <laughs> I know about Ninja Hollywood. Ninja Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I don't i would say the technology is there i do not know if there is an industry around mm-hmm. it because they can take pictures so. they can take pictures and i can tell you that they're the same way that there are snails that transmit audio there's snails that transmit video mm. the same way that they take pictures with it. yeah snails are just the, the technology <laughs> for some reason uh i wish dials came up more do you think you think at one point in Japan you could get a case for your phone that was just shaped like a transponder snail? That'd be big, bulky, and awful. I can't. Yeah, it would be disastrous. I would imagine, but <laughs> I can't imagine it works with smartphones. Or maybe like a home phone that was shaped like one. At least maybe like probably one. A whole, yeah, like a landline that you like yeah. picked up the, the same way as like hamburger yeah. phones or banana phones. You, mm. you know, I would I would get home phone service if I could have a transponder snail. I wouldn't get the service, but I would get the phone. <laughs> I would just have it as a. I would want to use it. I would. I I probably. You can no. get adapters that you can hook your cell phone up to those. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I would just it would be like a paper like paperweight desk, uh, just a desk decoration. Uh, but I now I want to know if they're out there. <laughs> Let us know. 
Tweet at us. We send are us, watching OP. Send us one. Send us. Send both of us one. Yeah. Send it to one two three four Rubber Boy Lane <laughs> on the Grand Line. <laughs> That's we're buying a condo with our ridiculous Patreon funds. <laughs> Have you already drank two drinks? I mean, you came in here with like one point two. Like half of one. But... Yeah. I was surprised. It's cooling me off. Uh-huh. It was. No, it's yeah. not because there's no more. Yeah, I closed, I closed the window because it's like storming outside. <laughs> Did you not hear the thunder? It was when? like like two minutes ago there was thunder. It might be in the audio. It, I Maybe not. I hope not. <laughs> uh, if you can, it's a good uh, ambient background noise. We're on the sea. So Garp explains, he, he, he reveals, I think I've said this multiple times on the show, <laughs> but uh, he reveals that a that Shanks is a member of the Yonko, which is the four emperors of the the Grand Line, the four strongest pirates. I don't know if he says any other ones. Now Whitebeard. Yeah, he says Whitebeard. He, says, he mentions those two by name, which is probably, which is a weird, like, meta dialogue thing where it's because we, those are the only two that we, the audience would be aware of. Yeah, if they said the other ones, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I, they're probably not important. No, uh, and then, no. <laughs> uh, uh, and I, as someone who is currently caught up with the anime, I can assure you they are not important. Uh, <laughs> The yeah, so there's four of those, and he talks about how the Marines and the Shishibukai, the seven sanctioned pirates, yeah. uh, are they ex- that alliance exists to combat those. And you immediately said, So they're scabs <laughs> <laughs> instantaneously, yeah, which is a very interesting context to think about <laughs> the Shishibukai in. But at this point, Zoro's finally made it to warn everybody about the Marines. Uh, obviously they're already there, uh, and he goes in ready to, uh, he just starts swinging. Uh, Garp sees that and is like, he just sends his best two students to handle Zoro, and we can recognize them a little bit. I, I, I noticed them when Garp was walking up to the building in the first episode. Too. Yeah. You could see like a little strand of pink hair. I was like, hey. I didn't remember who was with Garp. How could he get that tall? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Puberty hits, uh, Kobe like a bus. <laughs> But it is Kobe, and it is mm-hmm. Helmepo. Uh, they fight. Uh, Luffy joins in to fight Kobe, and, and Zoro handles uh, Helmepo well, really Well, has swords, so that's how yeah, exactly. he's supposed to fight Zoro. Like, like uh, Soga King said in Eni's lobby to one of the guys, you have swords, you're supposed to be fighting Zoro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Hmm. Um, so they they do that, and then it's this, this cool scene where they, they uh, are like, yeah, it's me. I had puberty, and the, there's a gag where they don't remember who Hamepo is. <laughs> it runs really long, actually. Well, what's, what's extra funny about that is why the fuck should we remember who Hamepo is? <laughs> this is the second time I've watched it. That's why I remember who Hamepo is. <laughs> but yeah, it's they, it's it's good. Sue's like, I was the piece of shit asshole. <laughs> that's that's what's extra funny because he's not like he's not trying to be like I was this guy here. He was just kept saying. I was the one who was making your life miserable, Zoro. I almost crucified you. <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember me? It's me, the spoiled brat. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess there was a spoiled brat. <laughs> yeah, both him and Luffy. Mm. <laughs> and Kobe's, and even Kobe's like, he just, the past is the past, man. <laughs> you can't change it. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. They go back inside. Garp uh, is like, ah, oh, let's fix this wall. He starts fixing the wall with the help of his marines, and Garp casually mentions offhand, Ah, Luffy! Heard you met your dad! (laughs) (laughs) And Luffy's reaction is, Dad, I have a dad? Big mood. (laughs) I, uh, 
I was younger than Luffy when I had that moment, but Ooh. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I probably do have one of those. Yeah. Statistically. <laughs> probably have a dad. Mm-hmm. Some sort of uh, genetic provider. Yeah. Typically. Uh, Luffy's like, I have a dad. Garp says, oh yeah, you ran into him in Logetown. Immediately me. Oh no, creepy robe guy. Yeah, the only the only person in Logetown who you didn't like have context for. Yeah, because it's not like Spoker. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna be some. It's probably not gonna be some scene we haven't seen. Because <laughs> uh, that would be fucked up if they like retcon and something. It's like ah, it's the, it's the bar owner. <laughs> that was in Logetown, right? There's like a weird bar that some weird guy says, "Ah, you're just like Gold Roger." Yeah. That, I feel that, like that, I was, that. that was, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I think Smoker comes in right after him. That's why. Yep. So his name isn't Monkey D. Smoker? No. Oh, okay. Well, because they. What is Smoker's full name? So what uh, was like a code name? Probably, yeah. What Maybe? It, I hope he has a boring name. Let me Google it real quick. <laughs> the, when, they, when they talked about Garp being uh, his grandpa, they did say his name is Monkey D. Garp. Yeah, the family name is Monkey. Uh, it is like. the way It's weird because the names don't read like they. like Or at least Luffy's name doesn't read like it would be structured like a tradition traditional japanese name yeah like like roano is zoro i think obviously it is. definitely does uh but monkey but, monkey d luffy something about it doesn't read like it would be but it is I, everyone calls him luffy yeah I, f- I feel like with zoro it it does just because it's probably like a character flavor thing because he's just like a samurai so that's yeah. especially his his zoro. upbringing is the only thing that's like Shown by where it's made, more so. Mm-hmm. Smoker is just Smoker. There is no other information. <laughs> Smoker's parents. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're gonna have a ton of cigars, and you're gonna be made out of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be a nickname in some way. But probably, probably not. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, it's also not important. I mean, Smoker's probably cooler than whatever it would be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. That uh, so he was called Chaser in the Four Kids dub. I think we talked about that. Because it was like, obviously he's not going to... can't be a smoker. He's a chaser. Uh, which I, I do believe his... What's his epithet? The white hunter. So, like, hunter, chaser. Uh, but no, this is interesting that it says... So you know how every pirate has, like, an epithet? Yeah. Like, straw hat or a pirate hunter. It says, for the pirate with the epithet chaser, see Yasop. And I'm just like, there's so many things that four kids would have had to reconcile with one day. Yeah, and, like, the one that still bothers me to today is that, uh... I'm. I can't. It's it's late, so I can't think of the name of Anami's adopt mom. I can't remember her name either. Was it just like changed or something? No. Uh, she didn't get uh murdered. Oh, that's right. She was. You're in jail forever. Yeah. And they changed Arlong's gun to, to a pointing hand. To a pointing hand, which in the Yu-Gi-Oh fashion. Yeah, but which that that works a little bit as like. An alternative way, but after she, they, she would be motivated to save her. Yeah, and after, and after they beat happen. Arlong. She, they, she'd probably immediately be like, hey, can we go save my mom? Yeah, like... Can we please? Yeah, like, where, what what, what jail do you have? Yeah. Uh, or, well, I don't know why I went into Goofy voice, but I did. <laughs> uh, my, the, new, the new straw hat is Goofy. It's like, what's, what's Goofy's devil fruit? Hold on. Uh, so I was just gonna like, gum gum rocket! <laughs> <laughs> I like that your reaction to laughing is to look at the waveform. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to think about Goofy stretching, though. That's terrifying. I just... The thing is, I just did... I did uh, what if Goofy's just, like, a, a clumsy asshole who ate, like, a dog dog fruit? 
I'm pointing. This is, this is not a visual medium, but I'm pointing aggressively because that's very good. As everyone in Disney, like Michael yeah. Mouse is just a, a guy a named... weird rat fruit. Yeah, his name was just Michael, and then yeah. he, he ate a fruit. <laughs> Do you think he had the voice before or after? I mean, he is short, so probably. Yeah. Oh, fuck! I ate the fruit! <laughs> Anyways. Luffy's dad. <laughs> Luffy's got a dad. He doesn't sound like Goofy. <laughs> Uh, His name is a Dragon, and that shocks, like, everyone. Everyone. So this is, so I, I pointed this out when we were talking, where I was like, the contrast between the setup for Garp and the setup for Dragon is, when, when we see Dragon, he is, the, he is the cloaked figure with the weird tattoo on his face, and he stops Smoker. Smoker recognizes him, and in that scene, we get the flashback, and it's like, why are you saving this rubber boy? Yeah, I don't remember what he says, but he just does it. Yeah, because um, you, you pointed out like because Luffy was magically saved by the he was the magically weather. saved by weather twice. Yeah, because when he's about to get decapitated by a buggy, <laughs> uh, the lightning strikes at the perfect time. Yeah, and he is saved. And then when he's under when he's under Smoker, pinned down, Dragon stops him. And then we, there's like a weird typhoon. Just wind rushes through Loke Town, and conveniently all the Straw Hats are back on their boat. And they escape. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there is a line somewhere where someone says it's like the weather itself is saving them. Yeah. In rewatch. And sure wish I knew what that meant. But uh, nonetheless, everyone is shocked by the name Dragon Monk. And, and no one ever knew Dragon's full name is Monkey D Dragon. They all have D's in their name. Yeah. The, the will, will of D. The will of D lives on. So Luffy's like, I don't understand why that's a big deal. I don't <laughs> even know why I have a dad. I don't know if he remembers that moment in Logetown. Probably not. <laughs> Barely. I think you remember Smoker, but Robin explains. Robin has context for this. She's uh, everyone. Everyone seems to recognize the yeah, name. Luffy but asks Robin, doesn't he? I don't know if he specifically does. I but thought he said something like, "Robin, you read a lot of books." <laughs> uh, Who's Dragon? Maybe, or maybe that's just a joke we made because she started talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, uh, Robin explains that he is the leader of the Revolutionary Army, uh, an infamous rebel force, openly opposing the world government, um, but not pirates. They're not pirates. They are a revolutionary army, uh, systematically trying to deconstruct the world government uh, and liberate countries away from the, I don't know, the the world government's bad, but it's kind of like it, it's something that's weird because we the, don't know how bad yet. The the the, the world why. the world government is definitely bad, but they they show the like a lot of the people we interact with are either like the bad guys making it bad. And then there's the good guys who are working with that system, mm -hmm. and which is pretty real and nuanced, I would say. Yeah, and the thing with the Revolutionary Army that, at least the little bits that we see, at least even by seeing Dragon, is even though we don't see his full face, he has that like face tattoo, and his just like facial structure looks like bad guy. Mm -hmm. Like if you told me bad guy, I would imagine something like him. Yeah, which there is. It's probably some extent you can say they didn't know who he was when he wrote him. Yeah. I maybe the same with Garp. Yeah. Uh it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh we we do end up seeing Dragon's full face later. Uh but um he they're opposing the world government. They've been responsible for overthrowing uh some monarchies, they're trying to destabilize the government. It's I think we're coming at this context where that sounds like a net positive, but obviously it's probably easy to de depict that as like non-ideal or uh yeah. misstructured ill uh bad intent 
It's hard yeah. to know. We it, see so little it, of it them. It is one of those things, and it's like, even though what we can gather from it that I think still makes them kind of the bad guys is we look at a place like Alabasta, where, because, I, when we're talking about Alabasta as well, because this is a, a fictional medium, everyone loves the King of Alabasta, and it was only yes. through, like, covert ops that stuff was happening. Everyone loves him to the point where, like... Well, he, he, he had made decisions to stop disparities like yeah. he like there was uh ways to manipulate the water structure and he opposed that he wanted things to be evenly distributed yeah. again like you know the fact that he lives lavishly in this castle but also yeah. there isn't really a class struggle yeah until the until crocodile reintroduces yeah. this rain powder yeah um so it's kind of like the the good monarchs in this in this in the one piece kind of have their cake and eat it too yeah it, it's it's like that weird thing where it, it's, if you put a fictional medium in like this where everyone is is equal it would seem strange almost mm -hmm. like just not even because like that that's a an argument against those things but because we are not used to it if you do that in a fictional medium it's going to come across as like a weird thing yeah but but we see the the social dynamics with with that is everyone is grateful for the king mm -hmm. of Alabasta and like the countries were relatively contained. Yeah. And we, we do see, we, we can maybe guess that they do have those like world government meetings. Maybe King of Alabasta is like, Hey, come trade with us born, please. It'll help my people. Probably. <laughs> we, we know those meetings exist. Yeah. I don't know if we've seen one yet. I think maybe, I think we might we, see we saw a past ones. We saw a flashback with the King, I believe of King yeah. of Alabasta. Yeah. With, um, in the Alabasta stuff is when we saw that we saw some, a government meeting shortly after Alabasta. It's like shit. Crocodile sucks. He, that gone. was the, that was the elders in the Shishibukai though. Yeah. The world government meeting that I'm thinking of is the, all of the countries that are collected in the world government, all of their leaders around a big table. Mm. So that would be the King of Alabasta. That would be, I'm just going to name out some countries. Dalton, uh, is drum kingdom drunk drum kingdom not drunk kingdom uh he's that king um there's royalty of other places we haven't been yet that i can think of yeah uh but a collection of those people and like you know the fact that like some of those people are going to be pieces of shit yeah uh and them coming to a consensus in a system that like it, it's kind of just the debate was like is that system inherently bad even if all the people in it are you know, actually good. I'm like, I'm looking forward to if One Piece does that work. Because again, we we have seen so little of it. Yeah. So I'm just like, justify the Revolutionary Army for me just a little bit more. Because like, I I have that pretense in the back of my head where I'm like, that seems like a net positive because yeah. I am lining it up with my understanding <laughs> of real world government situation. Yeah. Um, and it could be the same as like how we see the Marines. How there's there's good on both. So yeah, we gotta there, like there could be there could be people in the Revolutionary Army. Just because they want to beat up some rich people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and who knows? Yeah. Uh, you don't see Dragon out there throwing milkshakes or anything. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> anyways, so that gets revealed. Uh, Robin explains that. And they say that he's the most dangerous criminal in the world because of the reputation. And Garp says, ah, shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. And then it ends on a shot of Luffy, Garp, and Dragon all together, all their faces. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this family? Yeah. He's like, Luffy's going to be king of the pirates. You got this uh, high-ranking military official, not the highest, uh, the there. most heinous criminal, and uh, the man who's going to be king of the pirates. So Could, could we... It's, there's context because we're the audience, but could there be... Do you think there's anything involving 
the government kind of downplaying news about the Revolutionary Army? I think based do, do, do on... Do you think they play up pirates being a problem because they don't want people to find out about the... Oh, holy shit. They don't want people to find out about the real problem in the world, which isn't pirates, but it's the Revolutionary Army, which is actually going to tear apart the world. We don't know. <laughs> that, is, that is too much for We fear. have talked so much. So here's, here's a conversation. I don't know how deeply we got into this conversation about... Uh, the blank era when we when we last yeah. talked about it, but I was I, I, when I think about the blank era, I think about this concept of reconciling with previous generations' wrongdoings. Yeah. Where I'm like, how many people in the Marines? Like, I don't know how old the elders are. We yeah. see so little of them. I don't like. They seem old. Yeah. Don't know how old. I just remember there's an old lady. Yeah, I remember the old lady, but I don't know how old they are. I don't know if they were involved in the blank century. Because because <laughs> all we know is that the blank century, we don't know what happened. And immediately after the world government was formed, something's gone now. The, of some place that made this history is gone now. So presumably, we are eager to believe that the world, like we already know, the world governments and the Marines are bad. Like there's like some sort of distrust there, which yeah. I think motivates trust in the Revolutionary Army. Yeah. Um, I don't have any. I don't have any motivation to think Dragon's good. Mm. It's clearly a bad dad. <laughs> I, I mentioned. I mentioned as we were watching, like, hey, do you remember when I talked about? robin's mom and like the 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 ethics of being a terrible parent because you're off making the world a better place yeah and i was thinking of dragon the whole time so i'm like i don't know how to think about dragon right now yeah um but like that's another that's another thing too and it's just like when i, when I think about like how many like how many people in the world government know what the fuck the world government is up to and like you, you see people who are just like yeah this is what i'm supposed to do as a marine yeah i just do what i'm told this is this is about justice. I've been told my whole life that this is what like you know this is how it's always been, right? How long how long ago is the blank century? Like eight hundred years. Yeah, which is because that's the long uh, enough for this to be a debate. Yeah, like a conversation. Yeah, this is this is this has been passed down, inherited, probably silenced to some extent, which is why the efforts of O'Hara are so important. Yeah, man, there's just there's too many probably unintentional uh comparisons you could draw that to yeah <laughs> uh anyways that's that episode we have talked about two episodes in the time it takes to watch two episodes yeah so we're on a great path so far <laughs> so this episode has a new drop in it this one's called its name is the new world the whereabouts of the great grand line that's a different translation than what we saw we saw the fate of the grand line yeah as a secondary title uh, Garp says he's not going to capture Luffy. Yeah, he, he's his grandson. Yeah, he just stopped by because Kobe was like, "Yeah, he came. Can, at, I, can I go say hi to to Luffy, please?" Yeah, he comes. He came here because Kobe asked him to. Yeah, uh, Kobe wanted to see him while he could. And Garp was like, "I should probably see my uh, flesh and blood soon. I haven't Why seen not? him in a while." Yeah. yeah, he punches him. Yeah, there was and there was that, that. How long has it been since you've seen your grandson? I don't know, but I punched him. <laughs> And there was that gag how when Luffy was talking about Garp trying to kill him a bunch of times, Garp was like, I want, I wanted to, you to be a great Marine. Mm -hmm. And he said, I always told you I was going to be a fucking pirate. (laughs) You old shithead. But anyways, yeah, he says that uh, they're still repairing that building that he punched a fucking hole in. (laughs) They, 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 they chat some more. Um, They, uh, there's the scene where Nami, Chopper and Sanji realize they're, uh, like, oh yeah, these stubborn idiots are definitely related. There's a bit that we forgot about where Garp picks up Luffy to hit him, and then they both fall asleep. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But Garp wakes up first, so he's like, how dare you fall asleep when I'm talking to you? <laughs> yeah, well, when you're being scolded. Yeah, it's like, this is no way to act when you're being scolded. And then he, I slipped into Xehanort. This is just, this is just the <laughs> got it memorized special. Anyways, uh, Garp starts to leave. Um, I don't think Kobe and Hamepo have left yet. No, they haven't. Robin is amazed about the connection to Dragon. Um, yeah, if there's anyone in that group who's going to know about it's going to be Robin. Um, the the danger that this is not... I don't think this is really addressed in the episode. If it is, I missed it. But the way that this phrases it too is Robin is amazed at the connection to Dragon, not really realizing that Luffy would be connected to something even more dangerous than O'Hara in the eyes of the government. Uh, they go. Uh, some characters go to the pool uh, to hang out, and uh, Luffy is talking to Kobe, and it's like, "Oh, so you guys came over over Mountain? Isn't that shit cool?" And Kobe's like, hey, "No, <laughs> yeah." There, there's a story about they, like there was papers about them crossing the um, uh, reverse mountain, which is interesting too, because like off screen, unmentioned, Luffy read the papers and saw Garp enters Grand Line through Reverse Mountain. Uh, assumedly, what, what, why would Lu- what, what what business does Luffy have reading? <laughs> Don't know. Maybe someone read it to him. There's either that or am I in here? Yeah, because he can definitely read because he wants to see his high score go up. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that later too. <laughs> uh, Kobe explains some shit. Um, the Marines safely can cross the Calm Belt uh, because Doctor Vegapunk has constructed technology to plate the bottom of Marine ships with the Sea Prism Stone, Kairo Seki to give off the same energy of the ocean so the uh that the stone that the stones do so the sea kings do not notice them because the calm belt can't be traveled because it is filled with sea kings and there's no like wind flow like you can't sail in it yeah they don't talk about that yeah weirdly (laughs) but i I think it's pretty easy to connect the dots there's technology there's rowboats exist yeah it's probably not hard to get from point a to point b it's more the sea kings yeah and I didn't. I didn't even think about like how that works, but it's just because the Sea Kings just think, "Oh, there's more water above us." <laughs> yeah, I, I refer to it as like, "Oh, it kind of acts like a mirror." Yeah, and it's yeah, it's fine. Nami is eavesdropping on this through a Dindin Mushi hidden nearby. Uh, she is at the pool and she's listening in, uh, such that like uh, chimney in the water is like, "Swim with us, you boring asshole! <laughs> <laughs> you boring, you boring pirate lady!" Yeah. Another thing that they mentioned about Vegapunk is uh, in his science advancements for the Marine is they infuse they have found a way to infuse devil fruits into inanimate objects. So uh, so there ends the debate of how a sword ate a fruit, yeah, or how a gun ate a fruit, but that's how Funk Freed couldn't happen. And he's just studying devil fruits in general, how they how the power the what's the I don't remember the word they use, but like tr- is. Tran- like transmitted like how it works like just how they work in general yeah but they say something in particular that i remember like we both reacted to <laughs> yeah they they make it seem like it's it's more than just you eat this thing and mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's there so there could be more to double fruits yeah guess we'll find out yeah i doubt it no break up there's like 50 episodes left <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh you said oda probably said this was the halfway point at some point <laughs> Um, this, this feels like an, like you said about a uh, Blackbeard being introduced. That feels kind of like a halfway point thing. Yeah, this kind you, this, you would think this yeah, kind but... of feels like it too. Introducing like more of Luffy's story. 
Uh-huh. Just because of the way Luffy is presented as just, he's this charismatic, we, we're on his side immediately just because he's so mm-hmm. lovable, and then they slowly introduce these things that you feel like the more they introduce, the more we're getting closer to the end. You, you Yeah, there is that sort of feeling of like the more you know about Luffy, the, the deeper in we are. Yeah. I feel like that feeling will disappear at a point, <laughs> um, but we'll get there. Anyways, they talk more and it doesn't, they just talk, they're just friends. Kobe and Luffy are great friends. <laughs> And I can't belabor that point. Nami says, I have enough information. And she goes to swim. She decides to swim, finally. And then uh, gets shocked by the, the mermaid again. Because Kokoro is there. Yeah. Alas, it is time for Kobe and Humabo to leave. But not before Kobe says, Hey. So the second half of the Grand Line. <laughs> it's got a different name called the new world which is not ominous or anything <laughs> uh but it's becoming a focal point for both the pirates and the marines and that is likely where the next pirate king will be crowned i don't know if they actually explicitly say that's where the one piece is going to be mm. in the in the new world but uh it's it's an important sea it's the most powerful yeah. sea definitely the the conversations we hear outside of luffy's understanding of the pirate king it it feels like there's a little more nuance to it than you just find all this treasure and you're you're it. Mm-hmm. So there, there's like there's like a vague amount of nuance to it. Like, the treasure's hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are fighting for power struggles. There's four emperors. There's four checks and balances <laughs> yeah. of power uh, on top of the power the marine has in the Shishibukai. Luffy is going to be the pirate king. Yes, this is written here. Well, Kobe wants to be an admiral, uh, yeah. and they're like, who's going who's gonna to do our thing first? Am I going to be an admiral, or are you going to be Pirate King? It's a race. One t- does seem easier. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, Luffy says, hell fucking yeah, we'll meet again in the new world. And fight. And we'll fight. Get stronger. Yeah. Get strong enough for this to not end in 30 seconds, please. And, um... Kobe back on the marine ship with Garp wonders if they know just how bad the Inus Lobby event is. Because they're such high spirits. Yeah. But it was covered up. They don't talk about Buster Call. They don't talk about CP9 being there or defeated because no one knows what CP9 is or that it exists. Uh, they just say that the Straw Hats leveled Inus Lobby. Yeah. And Kobe's like, that's not right. That's not real. How could they lie like that? You can't just go on the internet and lie. <laughs> Why Why would the government spread misinformation about an event that makes them look bad? Yeah. <laughs> Kobe defending the government, just putting on clown makeup. <laughs> Buggy. <laughs> Starting to look like Buggy. Garp says, don't slack off, and they start training. Uh, Sanji starts cooking a barbecue. This is when everyone else joins in, and there's just a big fucking party for like the whole episode. Yeah, it's um, sweet. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, nothing to say about it, but fun to watch. Uh, near the end of it, we see Robin leaning up against a wall. Where she, uh, on the other side of the wall, we see Okiji, who is checking in uh, and says, Hey, you didn't run away. I thought you were going to run away. You always do that. That's yeah. your thing. That's kind of your thing. You're Robin Runaway. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, you could have killed or knocked out CP9 by yourself, but you let yourself get captured uh, in, in the whole event. Uh, and she's like, I didn't want my friends to die. Yeah. They were going to kill my friend and, and uh, didn't want to do that. Um, and Okiji says, so Saul was my friend. 
Yeah, it's fucked up. Fucked up. Pretty fucked up. He murdered his friend because he was told to. I had, yeah, he's like, I, he defected from the military and he was aiding O'Hara and I had to do it. And it sucks. Um, and I, <laughs> I saved you because he wanted It was to be his saved. dying wish that yeah. I caused to happen. Mm-hmm. I killed him, but I did honor his dying wish. It's kind of his weird penance for having to kill his best friend. It's all, if he wants me to do something, I'll do it for him. Why is your dying wish? Don't kill me! (laughs) But oh well. And uh, basically he just continues to say like, you know, like ever since I did that, I felt in a way responsible uh, to watch over you, thinking that she could be dangerous. Uh, And after all that, he's uh, just like, you know, have you finally found a place you can't call home? She says yes. And he seems relieved by that. And um, there's a nice shot of all the straw hats like goofing around, and she looks happy as she goes to join him. Yeah, she goes. She runs around the wall to see if Okiji's still there. He's gone. Yeah. And then she goes and joins the straw hats. Uh, Ro- this last sentence: Robin realizes that Saul's greatest wish had indeed been granted. She is homeless and friendless no more. She started reading that sentence, not sure where it was going, so I just said she is homeless. <laughs> uh, next episode called Shank- Shanks Moves. <laughs> Okay, is, is, hello? Is this thing hello? on? Hello? 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 Hey, hey, hi, what's up? This is, this is Ben Bath and I don't know anymore. I need out of this fucking podcast, okay? We got, we, got, we, we, we talked about Bionicle for a very long time and we tried mm-hmm. to stop, but then some evil force trapped us in hell and is forcing us to talk about things that start with the letter B until we die. We did Beyblade and now we're on Batman and it's just going to keep getting I'm, fucking I, worse. I am, a, I am afraid of what happens next. I haven't seen my wife in several days. Please help us. Please help please us. Help. Oh God, please Joe. Help us. Joe, do you hear that? Oh God. Go to theorangegirls.com and help us. Please, God, please. No, 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 God. Next episode called Shank, Shanks Moves. Oh, Jesus. Ceremony to the Rampaging Age. Cool. Shanks meets Whitebeard. <laughs> Not where it starts, but that is what happens. So, oh, yeah, so the party, this, the party continues first. Mm-hmm. Uh, notably, Soga King is there. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't see Usopp anywhere, but Soga King is singing his theme song the whole time. Yeah, he was singing his theme song. We see him pop up probably so he can get some food. He's probably hungry. However, he got back from. Well, he was on the he was on the boat. Yeah, with, saying uh, goodbye to the Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with the the Straw Hats and uh, Usopp went ahead. Yeah. So it just makes sense that we would. We really don't see him at the same time, but yeah, you, you know. Oh well, I miss. <laughs> I hope we see Soga King again. I, I miss desperately him. hope for Soga King yeah. always. <laughs> I miss. I'll miss him. Since I saw him, I need him in every episode. <laughs> It's a shame he's not in every episode. Since he didn't join the Straw Hats, I can only hope that Oda has been planning on doing a Soga King side manga, like a full God, series that would about be Soga so King. Fucking cool, please. <laughs> and it could be like in universe. It could be a thing written. Like I'm dropping kayfabe real quick. <laughs> I kind of wish Usopp wrote a comic book about Soga King. <laughs> that would be really good. <laughs> like a Rohan side story shit. Yeah, and. He just he tells the story. He's like, I got these, I I got these letters from Soga King. This is what he's been up to, guys. Yeah, like and literally, Chopper and Luffy are like starry eyed. Like the way he told stories to Kaya. Yeah, he could just do that with Soga King as the main character instead. Yeah. Why are we smarter than Oda? 
I don't know how much older Oda is than us. So. Enough. <laughs> Enough for whatever you were going to say to be true. It's the youth of today. Something the, about uh, that. Sure. Anyways, that is the end of that scene. Because we now check in on a fleet of destroyed marine ships. Uh, and a pirate ship moves past it unscathed. Uh, we cut away to the five elders who we don't see any of them. It's like barely even silhouettes. But we are we do know it's them. And they say that, hey, white beard pirates and red hat pirates or red hair pirates are going to meet. Oh, yeah, they broke through uh, marine defenses so they could meet. Yeah, they had to like clear a path to each other. White beard ship. That boy fucking big. Because he's a big boy himself. Yeah. White beard's big. Uh, He's informed that Shanks is there. He better have alcohol. Yes, he does. He brings he brings alcohol. He boards the ship. Uh, a character that we will learn is named Marco uh, orders all of the newcomers of like the or the smaller the younger earlier recruits or whatever to yeah. go inside they are uh, they it's t- too late and they all just start fainting near as as Shanks walks in this explains why I'm not going to say it Shanks apologizes and says ah I'm just on you know I'm a little defensive I'm on an enemy ship going to happen um Whitebeard says he's uh, tries to get everyone to leave. They don't really do that. Yeah. Um, there's like a. There's also a, a shot of the side of the ship cracking. Yeah. And, and, and as as people are fainting, there is a line. Yeah. They say something about the. I can't remember the exact word they use, but someone who goes walking around with his whatever uncontrolled or go, going wild. Or, yeah. The word is hockey. Okay. I was thinking of Hakai, but that's uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's H A K I. So it might yeah, be. Okay spelled the same but hockey yeah and that's the, that's the only mention of it but he says like ah oh, yeah it's weird that he's like it's reckless of him to to not restrain that or whatever everyone does leave eventually and then shanks pours out uh himself a big sake cup and hands the rest to whitebeard and there's some remark about it being cheap and he's like it's from my home yeah. hometown in west blue it's the after you've tried everything you found the stuff that's most satisfying is what what you get back from home Mm-hmm. That is not true for me. I can't think of a single thing I miss about Florida, especially food-wise. Pizza's better in the north. Closer to Disney. Disney money. <laughs> Disney money, though. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, Whitebeard points out that Shanks has become quite the pirate since his former captain Gold Roger died. Yeah, and I forgot that that was news to us. <laughs> I did like when you reacted so strongly. I was like, "Oh shit, is this the reveal of that?" Yeah, and then we've all... we've, we've seen him on a on a pirate crew with Buggy, but we didn't know who his captain yeah. was. And then we find out that fucking Buggy was the the like the idiot loser throwaway bad guy from the beginning of the series was also on the same ship. Yep, that would that would kind of explain why he'd understand at least a little bit more the grandeur of the thing he was doing to Luffy in Logetown, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he had context for that. Yeah, he was there when it happened. Yeah, to Gold Roger. <laughs> we learned that's where he, uh, the last time that Shanks saw Buggy was right after the assassin or the, the execution. Yeah, in Lowtown. Because it's, um, it's like, do you keep up with that idiot clown? <laughs> nope, sure don't. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that is that is dropped pretty casually. Yep. Uh, well, Whitebeard asks why he's missing an arm. He says he betted on a new era. Uh, we get a flashback to him. Losing it, saving Luffy. Uh, and he says, I'm more interested in this scar. I'm pointing to my eye because he did. He 
has a scar of three claw marks over his eye. And he says, I got this from a member of your crew, Whitebeard. I asked you a couple hours ago when we were watching if you remembered Blackbeard's full name. Spoilers, Blackbeard. But Shanks does say it. Marshall D. Teach. Mm. You remember Teach. Yeah. I was curious if you remember the D. And he said, uh, he, Shanks asked Whitebeard to stop Ace's search for Teach. Uh, we do remember Ace was chasing after Blackbeard. Uh, he brings it up in Alabasta. And I guess that's... I, 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 I probably mentioned it again when we saw Blackbeard and Jaya. Yeah. Those are back-to-back. Jesus. Yeah. Why didn't Ace just stay with Luffy? I guess I'm kind of glad he didn't. Uh, he says, uh, Blackbeard is not to be fucked with right now. Ace is strong, but not that strong. And Blackbeard or uh, Whitebeard says, Blackbeard killed a crewmate. The... Um, that's the number one rule. You can never break in my crew. We'll be searched and hunted forever. That is an understandable rule. <laughs> yes. I do like his wording of it. I think his wording of it is very, very important the, for the characterization of Whitebeard. They're his sons. Yes. Everyone who comes into his crew is his son, no matter what. Yeah. No matter how foolhardy they are. Yeah. Uh, that is, and that is the one cardinal rule not to break, yeah. is to... I, I really like that, and with Shanks, like, under, seeing something in Luffy, and we can understand that a lot of Luffy's values were, he probably adopted from his time spent with Shanks, mm-hmm. that we can see, and at I, least I, through half of the warlords, the reason they were able to get to their position was because they had, like, specific codes of right and wrong and mm-hmm. things you can't break, which made them different from just, like, the maniacal assholes like Crocodile, who just... Uh-huh. Have delusions of grandeur that I need to have my own country. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> unethical. Yeah. <laughs> um, this parallel between these two people, how do you think it reflects on Luffy and Ace as parallels as well? Um, uh, I, I can definitely feel that Shanks, while is somewhat of a father figure to Luffy, uh, Luffy probably still sees him more as like a friend. Then a mentor. He, uh, like a mentor kind of thing. And Ace fully sees Whitebeard as his dad. As his dad. And that reflects in their own dreams. Ace, he's, which we see later, but also like when he's talking to Luffy, he's, I'm going to make him the Pirate King. Yes. While Shanks instilled this feeling of Luffy is, you can be as great or even better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a and, line. And it, could be, it could be just differences between them and characters as well, but they're still like... You can tell by who who their like idolization is yeah, from. Yeah, and I, and I think the differences are very very strong in, yeah. the, in the way they uh, develop each other's characters. I was trying to think of where I remembered a line from uh, that echoes the sentiment of Shanks, uh, and I realize it's from One Piece, uh, from what I've been watching, catching up with mm-hmm. uh, the current arc or the just ended arc. Uh, there's a character who says like uh, they use the word like turn to talk about it, like like your turn will come or like it's their turn now. Yeah. That's kind of the sentiment I feel with, uh, with, with Shanks really seeing something in Luffy. Yeah. It's interesting that like these two people as great as they are, like, why aren't they pirate King? They say it's been 22 years since Whitebeard's or since gold Rogers death, which is interesting because I'm, did you, how long did you think it was? I think this is the first time we've talked about it. No, we've talked about it quite a bit. Have we? Because in Logtown, have have, we talked did, about did it they in Logtown. They did. Okay. That's when I brought it up because that's when I was so confused because when you build up a mythology like this, and I, I made the, I'm pretty sure I made this exact comparison I had before. It's a little bit similar to Star Wars, how the, the stark differences yes. between episode three and episode four. 
the way it doesn't feel like it's been long yeah enough. if you when star wars came out which was a new hope it was just called star wars they make it seem like whatever happened was a long time ago. The Jedi have been forgotten about. Yeah, and the, the reason why, like, Obi-Wan's an old man, so the way he talks about it and he ta- calls him, like, a comrade, it seems like they were equals and they kind of, like, grew up together and then we learn through the prequels that... Like 60 years, yeah, max. That, that's, it's been, that's what you would think, and that, that would kind of make sense, especially for, like, the... Um, Stuff in there. Yeah, you, and can, then, you can make arguments about how big the galaxy is and where planets are, yeah. but nonetheless. And that's kind of what I, I, I they got. They don't do that work in the text. Yeah. I got, uh, I kind of un- thought that that's how it was with One Piece, just because there's like a big mythology around the Gold Roger character uh-huh. and his adventures and the buried away treasure kicking off like a thing of ancient, pirates. Ancient stories. Yeah, yeah, which makes it weird that it hasn't been that long, realistically. I am surprised that they put a number on it in Logetown. Yeah. There is reasons why it would totally make sense if it was revealed here. They, like if they, were, they, if, did, they didn't specificically say a number, but Smoker saw the ex- execution. And he's like thirty something. Yeah, so he's we know he's he's not old old, so we can kind of draw that it's like twenty ish sure. years. Yeah, that's fair enough. I wonder. I feel like the number being decided now makes sense. So that was an interesting thing that gets brought up uh, after they disagree about the Ace Blackbeard situation. Uh, Shanks draws uh, his sword, and so does Whitebeard draw his like staff bladed staff thing. yeah they strike and the clashing of their power causes the <laughs> clouds above them to split <laughs> pretty fucking ominous and that's the end of that scene i'm sure that's fine right? whitebeard also mentioned that he's like over whitebeard's 100... on life support by the way yeah he's on a weird life support he did mention that he's like around 100 years old at least mm-hmm. he did say that he's old as shit he is big but i don't think he's giant big no no he's not He's just very, very big. He's a large man hooked up to life support, which is terrifying. He's shredded. He's like, he's kind of like, I would say, like probably the equivalent of like Andre the Giant in terms of just a really big dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but not like. <laughs> I guess that's maybe a weirder comparison when giants exist in One Piece. But yeah, I hope my metaphor lands. But, but I think we, it did we, to you at least. We and we we have seen characters who are just big guys versus. Yeah. Uh, like there's some people in the Frankie family who are just big dudes, but they're not giants. Oh yeah, just really fucking big dudes. Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking about what happens if a giant had a kid with a human, if that's possible in this world. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I just don't want to think about it. It's like in uh, Pokemon, the whale lord and like Skitty and like a bunch of tiny Pokemon are in the same egg group. So you can have them. It's just like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading a Twitter thread about how like the most absurd ways to get Pokemon today. It's just like really good. Yeah. Anyways, that's the end of that scene. There's a lot of really cool stuff that's happening right now. Like a lot of stuff being set up. This is like a re- this is a big turning point. Yeah. For the show, I think. Like, well, we just ended some of the big. So let's drop ninety things on. <laughs> yeah, like Inus Lobby was such a big deal, and then it's like we got to keep that ball rolling in terms of scale, right? So we drop like you know Luffy's family. We we see Shanks and Whitebeard moving. Um, we'll see some more stuff before we're done. But uh, the Frankie family is reading. We cut back to one or seven now. Frankie family's reading the newspaper. Uh, glad that they are not mentioned in it as being involved in the Inus Lobby event. However, they do read that Frankie is mentioned in it. We'll learn that in a little bit. Uh, the Straw Hats pirates are also reacting. They're ready to see their new bounties. I don't think it comes in this. It doesn't come in this episode, but the next episode we'll get those coming out. Frankie starts building that new ship. Yeah. Iceberg offers to help. And then Polly Tilestone. Uh, I forgot the other dude's name is Lulu. But uh, the other ship builders join. 
uh, and this is now when Luffy learns that Frankie's building a ship. Yeah, because he, he was said, asleep. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's a good guy after all. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is when Luffy decides, I'm going to ask him to join my crew. Yeah. And he doesn't say it, but he definitely has decided. Um, Nami goes to get money to buy furniture, but there is no money there because Luffy spent it on the party supplies. And that yeah. seems like a weird place to be in the episode, but it does. Yeah. And Nami's sad because she wanted to buy stuff for the boat with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that... Oh my god, this is hilarious. There's no summary here. Uh, yeah. uh, this is a filler episode. They It ends with them going out to do the stuff. And yeah. we're going to skip three filler episodes because they're nothing... I don't even think I've seen them once. Uh, we When we pick up after all of those sh- little shopping uh, vignettes have happened, we see Sanji uh, smoking on a bridge at the sunset, and he is overhearing and seeing Usopp practicing uh, his his graceful return to the Straw Hats. He, he, and he, he is stating like different scenarios that it could be. Mm-hmm. He's practicing them. And He's all like, of them seem to involve him accidentally bumping into him and be like, we're cool, right? I'm coming with. I would say I would go farther than that because it's more. Yes, you're right. How could you live without me? Yeah, <laughs> it's very much he. He assumes he will be begged back. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's he makes him like all right. So that's fifty three scenarios I've planned for now. <laughs> um, and uh, and Sanji's like, what is this idiot doing? <laughs> yeah, but San Sanji's aware that now that Luffy or that Usopp wants to rejoin and like has thought about it and plans to. Uh, anyways, we see the. Ship being continued to be worked on. Uh, everyone is just working really, really fucking hard. Uh, mainly the uh, Iceberg and, and Frankie are, are working nonstop. They don't even like really stop to eat or rest. Uh, and we made some remark about how Frankie probably just drinks cola and is fine. Which is literally fuel. <laughs> Icebergs kind of reminisces about uh, Frankie uh, being really good at building the battle Frankies and like never realizing that Frankie was so good at building stuff because he doesn't, he doesn't, hasn't done it in years yeah. uh, since he built himself. We made, I made some remark about how, uh, how many times has he built himself? Yeah. Because he's like twice as tall as he was in the flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> has he given himself puberty? This is why I think Frankie is trans everybody. We also get flashbacks to like Tom telling, like, be, like trying to instill, like what, be proud of what you make. It's not about, you know, he says what? like you can't make blueprints for a pirate ship. You make blueprints for a ship. You can put a pirate flag on it. It's a pirate ship. You put a marine flag. It's a marine ship. You don't make pirate ships. The, the blue, blueprint is just for a ship. Yeah, and that's like in the context of the Aura Jackson as well, where yeah. it's just like just be proud of the thing you made. Regard like you made a really good thing for someone else, and it got used. However, um, which is a nuanced conversation <laughs> that we have belabored. Um, before uh but iceberg uh like that is just like i'm building another ship to my best ability um and he's helped fulfilling frankie's dream and his dream ship frankie flashes back to the building of the puffing tom and trying to stop the puffing tom he we get we get some new footage actually of him like floating in the sea after being hit by a train and uh and in the empty abandoned ship is sort of just drifting by and he pulls himself onto it and uh the scrap metal and scrap wood is what he uses to rebuild himself we don't see any of it but i guess i don't even know what that would look like and i kind of don't want to know that i think about it but that is what happens uh then we we cut back to iceberg seeing frankie for the first time and just being happy that he is fine usopp is uh, 
still developing scenarios to work his way back into the crew. He's he like was like ah I gotta do some of this work myself. I'll just get really close to him and it'll act like it's a surprise. Mm-hmm. And like looks into the window and they're all really serious looking. And then Nami goes and closes the wind, the blinds, and they go to sleep while Usopp's yeah. miming it out in his head. Um, <laughs> do you think this is later? We see a flashback of them discussing Usopp. Yeah. Do you think this is that scene? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Is. That that is what I was picking <laughs> up on, and I uh, was wondering if you also connected those dots. Yeah, that's definitely what was going on. Cool. There. <laughs> we'll talk about that scene when it's presented to us, but. Uh, I was just curious if you had uh, <laughs> thought about that. But yeah, this is when the, the Frankie family brings some food to the construction crew. Um, Iceberg and Frankie are given first dibs. Uh, Iceberg asks Frankie what he'll do once the ship is finished, and he does not know. <laughs> Iceberg suggests he be their shipwright. He keep that ship in order forever. Frankie's determined to stay and protect this Frankie family. Yeah. Uh, Zambai... The voice of his family is unsure if that's really what he wants or what's best. Uh, and then Iceberg and Frankie work fucking forever. They neg each other into into working harder. Iceberg yeah. and Frankie. They um, do their old thing of calling each other Moronki and Stupidberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which are just phenomenal insults. <laughs> so now that the time has passed, the log pose is set. They can go as soon as the boat is done. This is the scene where... Uh, you also had some reactions too, because Nami notices that the arrow is pointing down a little bit, not just like a, dire- a cardinal direction, but like down. Um, and she was like, "That's weird. Is this all right?" And Kokoro laughs and says, "Oh yeah, next up is Fishman Island. <laughs> that's your next stop. Yeah, that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. So that's the next arc then, right? Yeah, we'll go to Fishman Island next. Yep. Uh, actually, Kokoro does. Uh, oh, first there's like a minute where like everyone kind of has." mixed feelings about Fishman Island because they associate so much with the with the Arlong stuff. Yeah. Um and uh, I think someone uh makes a point like, well he was a an evil pirate. Yeah. I don't think you can project that onto all fishmen. Yeah. Uh which is good. And Sanji's like, hey, I wanna see mermaids. I wanna see hot mermaids. Mm-hmm. And then he's having his fantasy about mermaids. He turns around and sees Kokoro and realizes not all mermaids are pretty. Mm-hmm. And she finally reacts to it like, hey, there's young ones too. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. Starting to get mean. <laughs> Please, Sanji. Kokoro tells them there will be something in the way yeah. of getting to Fishman Island from here. Something called the Florian Triangle. Uh, ships go in, but no ships come out. She doesn't say it like that. Yeah. But, um... She she says it's something that like ships go in and the crew the crews don't come back the, the empty ships go, empty abandoned ships drift out yeah which we can assume is what the ship that Frankie went on was probably yeah it's it's it, I think they're back to back for a reason probably I would assume <laughs> says there's live skeletons Luffy thinks it would be really cool yeah. to have a live skeleton join his crew yeah I don't want to meet a live skeleton that sounds fucked up. <laughs> I sure hope we don't, then, for your sake, Dory. Um, I will stop watching. I'll be the end of the podcast. We'll go uh, to record, and I'll be like, there's a fucking skeleton. Why would you make me watch this? This is a joke for us. People out there are going to be concerned that you're actually not going to watch this show anymore. And they've been concerned. I'm sure they've been concerned that before a while. You're right. There is, there is definitely an outcome of the show where you didn't like it. 
<laughs> yeah. But like, d- we've been doing this for fucking three years now. We've, Almost exactly. Yeah, and we are finishing in your lobby. Yeah. So, hey. Like 100 episodes a year. Yeah. Not too bad. It's not too bad. Considering the production time of like recording for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, editing a two hour podcast. Our schedules used to be fucking impossible to line up too. Yeah. That's a lot. Of, a lot of the reasons it's taking this long. Um, uh, they are ready to continue their journey um, whenever the ship is done. Uh, Nami is like a couple characters. Like Nami and the Chopper are like, ah, that sounds scary. I don't want to go in there. And then someone makes a remark about like, yeah, well, those ships probably have a ton of treasure on them, right? And they're like, all right, yeah, let's go. That's fine. That's worth it. Right on schedule. Shimini, Ganvi, Mozu, and Kiwi arrive with the news of the new ship ready to go. Too bad, because now there's new news here. New, new news uh, from the Frankie family. There are new wanted posters. There are new bounties. And this is exciting. There is. Let's break down these high new gamer scores, everybody. Uh, Do you have the list of everyone's bounties? Huh? Do you have a list of everyone's I do. bounties? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, n- everyone has one, though. Yep. The gang, everyone is here. Yep. Straw Hat, Luffy, his bounty triples from 100 million to 300 million. That's a lot. Uh, he's stoked. Shit. Zoros has gone from, has doubled from 60 million to 120 million. Um, also stoked. Nami gets uh, now has one. Her appetite is Cat Burglar, 16 million. She hasn't been doing a lot of thie- she hasn't done thieving like a lot. No, she should be time. she should be like weather master <laughs> or some shit. But I guess that is still kind of the basis of her. It's just not really defining anymore. Yeah, remember your roots. She uh she didn't her picture is like her posing provocatively. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from like a day ago at the party, like you can see the Frankie family in the background. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, they told me it was a magazine. <laughs> Chopper is dismayed. His bounty is only 50 belly. <laughs> he's the he's, he's a cotton candy loving pet. Yeah, cotton candy lover. The crew's pet. $50. <laughs> it's, so concer- it's so weird. Why would they put out a bounty on the pet? Like, Why is there not a minimum of like... That too. A thousand. At least. Because also like having a bounty on the pet, like what do you accomplish from that? They're sad. You yeah. made them sad. Yeah, I joked that I was going to put a $50 bounty on your dog. <laughs> Robin, her episode is still Devil Child, and it goes up $1 million. It goes from 79 to 80 and it's just like... She's got to round it off. She was captured in... I, like, I know they're not telling that story. Yeah. But nonetheless, it happened. You would think I would reflect it, but... Yeah. Anyways, but it does have a new picture now. She has an adult picture because she had yeah. a... The one for so long. She seems amused. Uh, Sanji's so stoked of he, his... He, he, he's, he's ready to see the poster. That's going to that's gonna make him famous. Like, Black Leg Sanji, 77 million. His excitement disappears. Because he basically thinks, I'm going to get babes from this. Girls are going to see, ooh, this guy has a huge bounty. I yeah. love him. He's he's daydreaming about all the possibilities of him mid attack, mid kick, close up, sexy Sanji pics. Yeah, they were unable to obtain the picture. It is a artist rendition. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's a very bad artist rendition. We can't. I can't describe it. 
really it just shitty it looks goofy it, it gets his it gets all of his like main features across which is mm-hmm. it's it got the, the yeah the hair's over the eye smoking he's got the eyebrow but it's like exaggerated absurd. yeah exaggerated features his lips are huge yeah um not in this scene uh soga king has a bounty yeah uh presumed to be a straw hat and uh it's 30 million uh you did Luf- shoot through a government flag yeah you think that would be higher but uh, they don't want to. Um, they don't want to tell people how bad it was. Yeah. Um. Then they reveal one more, cyborg Frankie, with a bounty of forty-four million. Hmm. Um. He is now wanted. Uh. Because he was there with them doing all the things. Yeah. Um. Kind of l- lumped together with the straw hats. They probably assumed he was one. Yeah. He was at least assisting them. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like, if we didn't know the backstory of Water Seven, he was fighting alongside just the same. So. Yeah. So. Uh, the Frankie family then says, uh, asks the Straw Hats to take Frankie with them. Mm. And that is the end of that episode. Yeah. The next episode uh, picks up right where that left off. Them asking, uh, the Frankie family asking Straw Hat to take Frankie with them. Luffy says, yeah, fuck yeah. I need a ship, right? He's really good at it. But they're not convinced that, or this Frankie family are not convinced that Frankie will admit that he wants to go or... Yeah. Let himself go. You can tell that they, they know that he want he probably would if if he was asked. Mm-hmm. Uh so they go to the Frankie house. The straw hats are ready to leave and they plan to ask Frankie when they get there to accept the ship. Oh, there's a there's a shot. I thought this was in the last episode, but we see the guy who was like couldn't take a picture of Sanji. He was, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but when I took the picture it's just solid black. <laughs> I thought I thought there was gonna be something weird going on with it. I didn't think it was just be a one like an actual guy. setup. I I thought like there'd be he, like it was black because it was like hidden in the darkness, and he'd show the picture, and he'd he's gonna reveal some like deep dark secret about Sean. Sanji's like it's this person or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's this per this kid who went missing because he was just a kid on a boat, mm-hmm. and I thought it'd be something like that. But n- no, it's no. Just, did you take off the lens cap and then it fades out because he's like n- no. No. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So, they get to Scrap Island. They see a new ship there, but under a big old sheet. Frankie is not there. So Iceberg reveals in his stead, said Frankie didn't want to be there, uh, but did leave a message that the King of the Pirates should have a ship graced by the King of Beasts. Which is an interesting phrase, but because there's a lion's head on the figurehead in the front. Um, Although, nobody seems to realize it's a lion. Yeah, I think Robin says that's a nice flower, and yeah. uh, someone's like, "Well, it's a lion." But anyway, I kind of get that. Robin, she she likes flowers. Mm-hmm. Robin likes cute things in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got like a, it's it's the mane of a, I'm doing air quotes. It has the mane of a lion, um, but it's like very segmented out, so it kind of looks like petals. Yeah. Or, uh, the draw a drawing of a sun iceberg later compares it to. Oh, it's big as shit. How do you feel about the new ship? I love the ship. It is, Fuck yeah. It is like a. It's like if if The Sims existed, but to make boats. So you just make like a dream boat with it. It has a lawn. Yes, that is an incredible touch. It has an aquarium, so mm-hmm. you can when you catch fish instead of eating them, you throw them in the aquarium, and you can just raise fish on your on your boat. That's that's wild. That's fucking. Can't in, believe it. In Sanji's words, there's a fridge with a lock. So that means a certain rubber boy can't be wake up at two in the morning and be like, 
I'm fucking hungry. And just eat all the food on the boat and make everyone else starve. Need like a Luffy mini fridge. Yeah. That you ration out. It's not even a mini fridge, it's just an actual size fridge. <laughs> For Luffy. Got that rubber gut. Um, they're all stoked as shit. And yeah, every everyone sort of is uh realizing their their things that they like so much there's a slide on one of the on one of the sides um there's a slide there is a pool there is there a pool i thought i saw something that looked like a pool in there i don't remember (laughs) um but uh, i think the fact that there's a slide is really funny yeah i'm assuming that's the thing that chopper requested yeah because frankie later says that uh put in all the things you requested yeah um the lawn is a really nice touch aesthetically and it's, it's in general it's nice to look it's just i love it it's i think especially on a boat just thinking of like they're they're on the grass but on the boat yeah well if you're on if you're on a boat for long periods of time i could be making something i feel like you'd start to like some like mentally even some stuff about like you haven't been on land in so long you probably feel some kind of weird thing yeah it's probably so nice like, like like homey touch to have yeah. like astroturf down there. Yeah, you can go inside. Yeah, uh, but then you go uh, out. You go outside, quote unquote, yeah. to have the the grass. Yeah, I like it. But yeah, uh, yeah, the the aquarium's cool. There's a like a big library, I think. Yeah. Um, we don't see any of it, but yet at least Frankie um, knows what a book is. Guess so. Robin <laughs> asked for it. <laughs> I, I I imagine that scene, Robin being like, uh, "A nice library, please." And Frankie's like, "What is a book? <laughs> Explain I, to me. What are the dimensions?" I I definitely I I I keep thinking about like the conversations how people explain to Frankie what they wanted because mm-hmm. I imagine it's probably more of like when they're on their way back from the bur- from saying goodbye to the Mary, a lot of them are just kind of thinking out loud about what they'd like. Yeah, because you you raise a question that I hadn't thought of. Because at what point did Frankie say, what do you want on it? Because yeah. I, I imagine it's a lot of them like thinking out loud about it. Mm. And then I imagine Chopper... his dream blueprint. That too, yeah. And I, I imagine Chopper like kind of just being a loud kid, being like, hey, Frankie, if you if you ever build a boat, you know what would be cool on a boat? A slide. A slide would be real cool on a boat, Frankie. And Frankie's like pets his head and is like, <laughs> yes, yes, uh-huh. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> They're all really happy and luffy asks uh iceberg like hey where's frankie i want to thank him um he doesn't say he wants to invite him uh but um he's like he left because he he feels like he owes an obligation to water seven and being here uh and he asks luffy's like you're gonna ask him aren't you to join your crew and he's like fuck yeah yeah yes yeah i am and here we go the rest of the episode uh, the Frankie family get back to the Frankie house and see Frankie is there. And they're like, what the fuck? Supposed to be going off with the straw hats. Yeah. We, we know this is what's supposed to happen. Not, and you have a bounty, so you'll just make everything worse if you stay here. There's yeah. also that. Yeah, they don't really hold that above his head. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> they, it is a true thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they just start asking like, hey, what? You, uh, are you sure this is what you want to do? Uh, are you just going to do this forever? And as they're having this debate that doesn't really seem to be going anywhere, someone sneaks up and takes off Frankie's pants. It's it's the uh, it's the orb guy. Yes, yeah, so specifically, it's like the, the weird very ball round guy. man. Yeah, and he like he just kind of like trips and takes them off. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then he like throws them, and they start playing keep away with Frankie's underwear. Yeah, there's quite a. The rest of this episode is them running away with Frankie's. Underwear, his swimsuit, and it reminded me how people, when Frankie was first introduced, they were calling him a pervert because he just walk around in 
It's like some small things at the end. She's like, they, like one. He always wears a swimsuit. Yeah. And they they call him like a pervert. Like mm-hmm. uh, in the flashback sequence, Kokoro's like, Frankie, put on some pants in town to keep talking about you. Mm-hmm. You need to put on pants. <laughs> yeah, but now it's an extra level. Yep. Because uh, they're running through town, and he's just exposed. We get a lot of shots of that hairy butt. We sure do. Those cheeks. Um, and a lot of conveniently covered crotch shots. The, the moment the baseball is really good. That is, it's just perfect. Yeah, it isn't bounces it, at isn't the same. Isn't crazy that the how how many times do you think they had to shoot that scene? <laughs> Sixty nine. Four twenty. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it, asshole. <laughs> I had to think of something stupid. <laughs> oh, we we have fun here. Yeah, sure do. Um, this goes on for a long time. The Straw Hats eventually join. Luffy does get those pantsu. He does, and he's running wrong, and he starts to. He thanks Frankie, and Frankie's like just legitimately having this conversation back. Like, what'd you guys think? It's like it's, everything's perfect. Everything's great. And he's like, what'd you think of the? The soldier system that I include is like, I haven't looked at that yet. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. We haven't seen him. Oh, okay. But they're just like talking about it. And he's like, everything's perfect. Thank you. And he's like, great. So why are you doing this? Give me <laughs> yeah. my pants back. Yeah. Uh, he's but, like, I'll give you them back if you join. Does he say it then? He said something like that, yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, it's, it's before uh, Robin. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, it's, uh, this is when they're running the town. Okay. Frankie gets put in a cannon and launched to, to the, the scrap to the scrap yeah. island. Uh, it gets the, they get handed off to Chopper and then Luffy Gum Gum rockets over there and Chopper just kind of like holds on. It's adorable. It's great. I love it. Uh, Chopper does catch them in his mouth. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know if you remarked. I did. Yeah. I was like, Chopper, don't do that, please. Chopper, don't. But they get there. Frankie is on full display. He lands head down and his legs are just up. This is not a visual medium, but I'm doing like how his legs are. Yeah, it's like it's uh he's doing like football goalpost. Yeah, with his legs, so he's like spread out, everything showing off. And the way he's facing, he's facing away from the boat, so everyone Mm -hmm. in town can see it. And they're like screaming about how disgusting it is, but they're all just fucking crowding around and staring at it. They're looking, they're staring. (laughs) Like they're covering kids' eyes. I understand, like when he's running through the town, you're gonna be like, oh fuck, gross. But you don't have to like follow him to the to the scrap heap. I don't want to think about fucking Frankie's dick anymore. <laughs> it's it's a robot. <laughs> robot dick. It sucks that th- this is the first time. I know you've... This- Things Frankie and Darth Maul have in common. <laughs> robot dicks. You know, I- I'm sure... Top that- 10 robot dicks. <laughs> number 10. <laughs> that one character in Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I know what, what you're all thinking. We are watching One Piece was the only podcast left that does not talk about genitalia but i'm sorry we are forced to because it is pivotal to the episode that frankie is showing everyone his wiener it is now you have me running through my head of how many shows i've had where that has come up and the answer is unfortunately high (laughs) because there's a similar scene like this in evangelion Mm, um yeah once we did make a joke about zigbar being hung uh, <laughs> oh no! Because there's a line in uh, Ziggy Stardust, and we called him Ziggy Bardust. Mm-hmm. Pete Wentz infamously has leaked dick pics. We yeah, have yeah. talked about it. You can unfortunately find them. I didn't Google it, but That's I, good. I, I believe you. I don't know. <laughs> Did you? Just... 
This one though. Uh, although I think we've talked about Luffy stretching before, maybe off, maybe not on, not on mic. air, not on air. It's uh, come I, up. I, 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 on the account I tweeted. Yeah, because uh, Oda, Oda was an asked in an interview. Was like he's like, it's part of his body. Mm-hmm. It's rubber. <laughs> uh, gear third dick. <laughs> is that anything? Oh, this podcast is a mistake. That's what happens when you record this late and we've also drank a little bit. It is late. We did we did uh, debate because we finished the episodes and we were like, is it too late? <laughs> and then here we are. Yeah. Two hours later. Anyways, he's back. And, and now on the ship, Luffy says, I'll give you them back if you join my crew. Yeah. Uh, he says, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, he, you know, he puts himself on display and he does a super pose and he's like, yep. He's, Jory's doing it. Um... Trying to, and he says My he's. Big yeah, he's. <laughs> no one's are. Do you have to get like exclusively your forearm shredded, but yeah. not your bicep? Yeah. Which is kind of weird to think. It's very Popeye. Have we talked about Popeye yet? Popeye's like the opposite. Is it? No. Well, Popeye has like the big bulbs on both parts. Yeah, this guy has kind of both. Um, All I know is if I if I work out and someone get big forearms, hey, I'm gonna nobody. I'm going to get like star tattoos so I can do that. Oh fuck yeah. I've cons- I, I have the X on my left arm. I've considered yeah. getting a star on my right, nice. but I probably won't. Yeah. Uh, we, I asked you if Frankie was a JoJo. If the Frankie family were all JoJo's because of the stars. I uh, decided no. Anyways, so this continues, and Frankie's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm very determined. There's also in this, we just got to talk one more thing. When Before we get into pose, the worst thing. There was light. There was like a bright flat yes. light flash. And From the we dick. immediately decided that that's not an effect for like comedy. That's something he chose. He for installed himself. LEDs. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he installed a yeah, uh, light bulbs. <laughs> the Gaza Strip down his thighs. Anyways, uh, Robin uses her powers to grab his crotch a bunch. Yeah, she's like well once. Yeah, she's like, if you don't mind, Luffy, I can convince him if we get rough. Yeah, it's. Uh, and then she does the thing, and we see arms come from his thighs, and then she does the, she says her, like, command word, and we see, like, Grab. The, the electricity of pain. Yeah, he and, short circuits in pain. Yeah, and he's, like, screaming, because she just tugged everything. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uncomfortable lines during this segment. <laughs> the Mozu uh, and Kiwi keep, like, they're gonna pull it off like a fruit. Yeah, like it starts tangerine. with it starts with tangerine. Yeah. Tangerine, it's like grapes, apple, apple, and then after each one, Frankie and like high pitched was like, ooh, apple, yeah, <laughs> grapes. <laughs> Luffy particularly says some like unfortunately transphobic lines yeah. about it that feel legitimately out of character. Yeah, because like this shit never comes up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weirdly left field and it just runs way too long. Yeah. Um. But I, it, I don't know. I, I wonder if it's this long in the manga. It might, might not be. Yeah. It happens. Uh, he keeps screaming about it, and he's crying while he's screaming about it. And everyone, like uh, Iceberg and the Frankie family, are telling him to go. Um, he's uh, Iceberg points out like, wasn't your dream actually to to sail on your dream ship? And we get a flashback to confirm that's true, which is mm-hmm. like, fine, sure. And then we get a flashback to the Frankie family, and it's like, hey. Why can't we think about what's best for you? What will make you happiest? We get flashbacks to him 
recruiting all of them. <laughs> and I think it doesn't hit as hard as I remember it hitting. It was kind of whatever. I think this is this is an interesting to go back to our discussions about like the social structure and economical structure of Water Seven. Yes, because what Frankie is going doing is he's getting all the basically unwantables. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, getting like yeah, people who are like. Uh, zombie and then they like they try to mug him mm-hmm. um and he's like hey let's 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 put those energies somewhere yeah mozu and kiwi um he says it in a weird way but i kind of get it yeah it's, it's weird he it wasn't framed very well I, I think just because the flashbacks had like a dark haze over them it didn't hit as mm-hmm. well as it should have because he says like two beautiful nice young women like you shouldn't be drinking in the day like they're getting drunk getting other people buy them drinks at, yeah. during the daytime. It's, it's such a very short vignette that I think uh, there probably could be more nuance or show yeah. up to it. Which is like, y'all are shit-faced in the day, I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Straight edge Frank. Yeah, because it's not just like, hey, uh, it's just like, I'm, I'm worried about you too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know a place that serves cola, let's just like yeah. hang out for a little bit. Because they, they saw him. Which and... would be terrible if we didn't know Frankie. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. With the flashback, like color correction, you can't really tell it's in the middle of the day. Yeah. So it kind of just seems like, because at first it just feels like shaming them for drinking. Yeah, for but, being women and drinking. But yeah, it's, but it's, it's more like, about like the he, timing. He, yeah, he's like, it's the middle of the day. He's like concerned about them. Yeah. And then the last of the Frankie family, he's like, they're, they're starving. They're probably homeless or something. Yeah. He says anyone, round up everyone who doesn't have anything to eat or a place to go. Yeah. And that, that's the most significant of the three. And he's he's kind of like, he was adopted into a family, and now he is he doing that for these yeah. people. He, he formed, yeah, he formed yeah. his own when he... Uh, because, especially because he, he went back to his only family he knew, and he's like, you can't be here. Mm-hmm. You, you're dead, you need to stay dead, and yeah. go hang out elsewhere. Yeah. Because you'll just cause problems. Well, yeah, wasn't it like a safety thing, too? It like, was, I, it, Iceberg was concerned about them finding Cuddy Flam. Yeah, and gave him the plans for the Pluton. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> stayed in Water 7, did this instead. Yeah. Uh, we get all those flashbacks. Um, it is implied that Robin is still uh, just squeezing squeezing those fruits uh, because he's like still screaming and crying. And then she says, I only did it the one time. He's using it as a cover-up to actually cry. That That's when it hits, because then yeah. they zoom in on the, he's crying. and Because uh-huh. she just says, I only did it once, and then they zoom in on him crying. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. he's sad about leaving his friends and family. Yeah, he doesn't want to leave his friends. I, I realized at some point where I was just like, oh, the timing of flashbacks is like literally like the character's life flashing before their eyes or like memories coming to them in that moment yeah i don't know why it took me so goddamn long to think about it in such a specific <laughs> framing outside of for the audience's sake yeah uh it was just like specifically one scene that like really hit me is like uh in that uh not in this arc but in what i was watching currently but it's like i like that shit yeah um makes me appreciate flashbacks more honestly uh that happens. the The group tells uh, the Frankie family says like we'll be fine. We will keep what we will continue these actions to keep people safe in Water Seven. Uh, it will always be your followers. Um, Zoro and Sanji uh, are now back on this side of the city and say, "Hey, Garp is back, and now he's actually gonna try and catch you." We broke his promise. Uh, Sanji says, "Put your pants back on." Uh, to Frankie, Sanji, or not Sanji, Luffy throws them so he can, and then Frankie not putting them on, says, all right, 
I will be your shipwright. And he does that weird fucking pose where he like butt first jumps in the air. <laughs> I don't I still don't understand that. But he does it. Um one more fucking pose. And then I think apparently Sanji again says put your pants on. Yeah. So this episode is a long or not it's the same like this every episode, but not a ton happens. Um, which is to say they start getting ready to sail, Garp circles around to them, and Usopp starts making his way to the shore. Yeah. Because there's one more person not there. Um, Soka King. Soka, yeah. Yep. And they we get that flashback now where Zoro's like, if he doesn't apologize, we're not letting him back. Like, he has to actually have accountability for his actions. Yeah. You pointed out. Uh, it's framed terribly. Yes. Because Nami's like, we all love Usopp and we want him back. Stop it. And he's basically like, Silly woman, mm. you do not understand what goes on with men. I don't think he says he doesn't say it like that. No. He says it's it, like it, it, has, it, that ha- connotation. it has that connotation because he keeps saying it's like it's how men settle the things. Yeah, and it's like I I understand I understand the like yeah you were like if it was just honor and not gendered yeah, yeah that's the thing is like sometimes one you you get that like you need to settle settle stuff and if it has that implication a little bit like if it was just. Zoro and Luffy having this discussion and Zoro said men I don't think it would have those connotations but, but, because, but because Nami he, yeah, was he, opposed because he has to talk down to Nami about it mm-hmm. like even if he used honor like there's there's a, I've, I've thought about this a little bit there's a little bit of shitty connotation to Nami's past but like yeah she had to do whatever to get by and she didn't like whatever it took yeah so she might not understand in a way compared to like luffy or zoro a little bit uh-huh so like, yeah he's like we know as a friend it was a <laughs> shitty situation but <laughs> bygones can be bygones it's yeah. always like it is the principle of the matter <laughs> that he accept he fucked up yeah <laughs> uh which i get but again yeah it's framed fucking horribly yeah in that in that conversation and that there's a flashback we get because they are on the boat uh someone says like everyone's not here and like Luffy's like sweating. It's like we waited, we waited as long as we could. <laughs> he didn't come, so I guess he's not coming. <laughs> uh, and uh, we we get shots of Usopp running towards the shore, yeah. and it's uh it's urgent because the navy's back. Yes, the navy is on their <laughs> way to capture Luffy uh, and, the, and the Straw Hats, but yeah. Garp Garp is on <laughs> his way. So they start to get ready to set sail. Sad, accepting this. Even <laughs> Zoro seems like concerned too. It almost it's. It almost feels like Zoro's like, oh, shit, was this a bad idea? Should I, like... Yeah. Should I, like, cut some slack? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I wish they did more with or, like, sold more. Because it's just a couple shots of his face looking concerned. Yeah. Because um, he wants it to happen, too, but he, he wants... He, 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 he has to stick to I it, think he what knows, he said, too. It's, it's, there's something to be said, like... I wish, again, like, those scenes don't do service to this idea, but I think there's basis to Usopp's goal and character that, like... It would like Usopp should be able to to do that. Yeah, um, it is important to his. Gro- it, it is imp- an important thing that he should have growth, like because mm-hmm. his because all of his scenarios for him and he's thinking out because he's like happily running. I'm like still They're practicing for me back. Yeah, still practicing. I guess I'll, do it if I'm, yeah. I'll still do it if I'm vice captain. <laughs> uh, but because he he it he knows he fucked up. He just wants things to be fine. Yeah, he doesn't want to. It's that big boy moment them. where you're like, I just want to get things over with, but yeah, you can't just do that. You can't just do that. Your actions have consequences. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, he goes out there, he yells a bunch, 
uh, about like, hey, you left me. What are you doing? I'll come, you know, like I'll come back if you if you ask nicely. If you let me be vice captain, he's doing all of his things. Yeah. Um, and they're ignoring him. Uh, Chopper is like, hey, he's there. Like you can hear him. And Zoro and Luffy are both like, nope, we don't hear anything. And also, while he's doing that, uh, Garp is throwing cannonballs at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kind of, I kind of glossed over that where Garp's like, I will do you the honor of me being the only person trying to capture yeah. you. And he just starts <laughs> throwing cannonballs. Yeah, basically because higher ups in the in the Marines heard him say grandson and they're like, can't cut slack because he's family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but when he calls me, he's like, grandson, I unfortunately must arrest you. <laughs> yeah. But. A man of honor, it will be me alone. <laughs> Give me my cannonballs. <laughs> and he starts throwing them. But uh, eventually, uh, you know, there's there's no point in belaboring the sentiment. Usopp eventually accepts the truth. There are some flashbacks, and he screams that he is sorry. And Luffy stops fighting. You can see everyone in the background still, like, deflecting these cannonballs, but Luffy stops and stares and listens. Uh, Usa apologizes for being selfish. Uh, so he wish he could uh, take things back. He cries and says, "Hey, can I please come back? Can I please be back in the crew again?" And we see Luffy stretch his arm all the way back to shore, <laughs> reaching out to Usopp. Usopp cries, grabs it. Luffy looks, or no, before he grabs it, Luffy looks up. You see that he's crying, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Grab it, you fucking idiot! <laughs> please, the Marines are coming." And he does, and he pulls them back, and they like their heads hit each other, and they fall on the ground crying. And oh, it's great! It's so heartfelt. Ugh. And uh, the next episode is <laughs> paced kind of weird, where they're like uh, uh, being attacked, and Usopp's back now, and they're like, "Well, let's name this ship before we actually get away." <laughs> yeah, we can't sail off on an unnamed ship. Mm-hmm, of course not. That'd be absurd. It'd be cursed. Uh huh. Cursed. Give us bad luck. Mm-hmm. Wait, Luffy has too much good luck to squander. <laughs> Him and Zoro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 furrow furling the sails. Sails are up now. Uh, I don't know anything to... about what that what that stuff means, but yeah. Yeah, the sails are not down, and they are confused. The Marines are confused, and they're like, "Are you sure about this?" Except someone's like, "Do you think Luffy's given up?" And Garp's like, "No, <laughs> he definitely wouldn't do that." But I am curious what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, they decide to name this ship. Everyone has terrible name ideas. Luffy just starts yelling out like name like word association randomly, like lion, wolf, dog, octopus, <laughs> squid, shrimp. Yeah, he's just naming random words. Yeah, dumpling, bear, Animals. dog. <laughs> Most of them contain lion because there's a lion on the front. I'm just saying random words. Frankie recounts. I love this. <laughs> yeah, Frankie recounts uh, what Iceberg said earlier, where Iceberg thought it looked like a sun, and he's like, uh, a sun that would travel a thousand oceans. Uh, truly, a, a ship befitting the pirate king. What do you think of the name A Thousand Sunny? Luffy's like, that sounds great. Yeah. And Frankie's like, well, I was just getting started. I really want to recommend like Battle Frankie Champion or some shit. Yeah, the and, new Battle Frankie. <laughs> and everyone's like saying that Thousand Sunny is so good as Frankie's like being dejected in the background. Yeah. He's like moping on the ground. Yeah. And everyone's and then like you forget that the Marines are right there. But the, yeah, the Thousand Sunny. Yeah. It's a good name. Uh, there's also a bit where everyone's like, yeah, it's better than my name. And like, Robbins is darkness, just darkness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monsoor Lionel or some shit. That one's a really good name, I think. Yeah. 
I think that I think Zoro's be- was Boss Lionel. Yeah. Frankie's was like I think Monsieur Lion or something. Something like that. Watch. Both of those are pretty good, mm-hmm. but not, I like those. not as good as Thousand Sunny. I like Thousand Sunny a lot. Do you like looking at my model of it? <laughs> I have, you have Thousand Sunny as well? Yeah, oh, tiny one. shit. <laughs> tiny little Thousand Sunny above the uh, bigger Going Merry model that I've made. <laughs> I need to make that shit, but you haven't seen it yet. Um, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, that's the crew ignores Frankie. Frankie goes below deck to start powering up his uh, his secret surprise. It's a bunch of uh, barrels being like shifted up and down on some sort of hydraulic device. He's like pressing down on something. Yeah, we'll see what that does in a second. Um, he says, hey, appreciate Water 7 because you will not see it in a second. Which is like <laughs> terrifying, actually. I don't want to incinerate Water 7. <laughs> uh, but uh, Luffy stands up and says goodbye to his grandfather. We're leaving. And they laugh. And he's like, what do you think you're doing? And he gets out this giant iron ball that's bigger than the ship he's on. How? Where was it? <laughs> Yeah, it's just a gag. It's fine, but like, <laughs> it's just showing that he can lift it. Really, yeah. He and that is a, that how can chain. you escape this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big ball and chain, like crushing, uh, like right on top of them. And um, inspired by their escape from Inu's lobby, <laughs> Frankie has designed a mechanism in the Thousand Sunny. His a uh, miracle emergency acceleration device, coup de burst. Uh, three barrels of cola shaken up allows them to blast air back and launch the Thousand Sunny through the air about a kilometer. Do Do you think there's any significance to it being pink? Did you see, notice the exhaust was pink? I don't think so, no. I did. It is pink, but I don't think <laughs> it matters. I don't know if it's just be like, it's different than the stuff inside of it. <laughs> oh, I think it's just cola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was funny because you were like, oh, that makes sense because of like, you shake it up and there's like hydraulics. And I was like, I never fucking considered that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like way before when you were just talking about Frankie doing like hood event or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's, it's nice that that, uh, I think that is set up really well with the escape from Manus lobby. <laughs> I had forgotten that that was how the escape from Manus lobby. So like seeing that, I was like, oh yeah, that Kuda Burst is like has precedence. Yeah. And and, and inter- it's interesting. They know it'll help. Yeah. Garp is surprised. Okiji's like impressed. I didn't even we didn't even mention that he's on Garp's ship. Yeah. He's hanging out. He seems to be there just because he has to. Not even that. Oh yeah, he doesn't want to ride his bike back. Yeah, so it'll take too much, too much work. work. Yeah. So he just like uh sets up a lawn chair on Garp's ship and just like chills out. Yeah, because he has his uh the eye mask on mm-hmm. top of his head and he pulls it down. <laughs> but he pulls it up to see Kuda Burst. Yeah. It's um it's cool. It says not bad, Luffy. And uh Usopp says this reminds him of uh flying to Skypea, which is weird because they just did this. Yeah. And you sloppy. That was Soga King. Oh you're right. That's why that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. You raise a great point. <laughs> it's a shame that Soga King didn't join the crew. Uh Frankie says that everything that the Going Mary can do, the Thousand Sunny can do better. Uh, in the soul of the Going Merry will live on to the Thousand Sunny. We see the people of Water 7 sort of just, like, start to adjust to just, like, all right, fun time's over. You know, uh, Ormo and Cassie are like, oh, I guess they didn't want to go with us to Alabath. That's cool. Then we start to check in on everyone else in the world. Yeah, because uh, everyone's finding out everyone has bounties. Yeah. Smoker uh, sees a new wanted posters and, uh, uh, with Tashigi, and they ultimately decide that they will have to get higher ranks to be on par with fighting people with bounties this high. Yeah. And he's... 
we talked we joked earlier about how when you're gay you the only way to manifest that is to fight an anime yeah and i think that's what's happening here where smoker's like i gotta fight that straw hat i'm just drawn to him i was born for it but uh he's like that yeah, he's super i don't know if it's because he couldn't and he feels like he should have been able to yeah we see uh the Barati react to the hilarious sketch of sanji um and everyone laughs at it there's this happens everywhere uh people react to luffy's in his hometown that one doesn't really matter no the uh, all right so the person who's annoyed by luffy's bounty in his hometown his name is whoop slap <laughs> i just wanted to tell you that that's good i'm glad yeah and makino is the woman who's mm-hmm. like uh thinks the pet is cute yeah glad um, he has a cute pet mm-hmm uh, and also they're like, what is Garp? Why is Garp letting this happen? Yeah. Uh, he mentions if, uh, this is a line that I don't know if you caught where whoop slap says, I wonder if Dodon knows what Luffy is up to. That is not a name that you should recognize. Mm. Uh, but he does say it, uh, in Surp village, the Usopp pirates deduce that Soga King is probably Usopp. I don't know why. Kaya seems to think pretty. Yeah, Kai is short, too. It's like, yes, King of the Sniper sounds like something Usopp would tell me a story about. I think the way she phrased it almost seemed like that's something he has told me. Like, that's kind of what it felt like to me. And, I, I, I and wish... how sure she was, it felt like it was something that she was. Like, like she, she had knew. said that shit before. Yeah, like he had told her stories about being King of the Snipers. Or, I, I could see that. Or maybe like knowing a King of the Snipers named Soga King. Maybe. Yeah. I could see that. I wish it was more explicit. Yeah. Because that would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, yeah, he's told me stories about uh, Soga King. But uh, nobody believes that it's Usopp, of course. Yeah. Because he's under the mask. <laughs> uh, and Kaya says that she's uh, studying medicine so she can heal Usopp when he returns, which is so cute, cute and mm. nice. <laughs> and the and the boys, the, all the kids are like, they'll beat up Usopp if he's ever shitty to Kaya. Like, <laughs> women in respect your squad is logged on <laughs> they also want to cosplay Soga King because they really yes, like the mask they're like we want to make a mask like this out of clay um the one guy who teaches the place where Zoro learns says I didn't teach him to be a pirate and all the kids are like Zoro's fucking cool mm-hmm. teach me to be like him and he's like ah. <laughs> it's not a good look for us yeah uh they always want to be strong but he's like it's, he's like as long as Zoro's keeps those morales intact yeah, which he's confident he is. Uh, Vivi reacts. Well, other people in uh, yeah, they they seem to be more concerned that Robin is with them. Yes, Miss All Sunday was her name. Yeah, mi- yeah, yeah, Miss All Sunday joined. Like, why confused. is she with him? And, and Vivi's Vivi... like, who knows what Luffy's doing? Yeah. But I trust him. And she's like, I knew. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I already know. Um, I also skipped over in the drum. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Pinwheel guy who no longer has a pinwheel, but I don't know his, his name is Nojiko, but I didn't know that. Uh, he he's like he thinks that Nami looks too lewd, uh, mm. and then he demonstrates this with this gigantic poster he made of the picture <laughs> in his building. <laughs> and Nami's sister's like, "You fucking idiot." <laughs> yeah. uh, and then in the the Sakura Kingdom, Drum Island, uh, Dalton calls down uh, Doctor Reen to show him the the her the picture of. Chopper, she's very, very happy to see a picture of Chopper. Yeah, that was just a nice thing, because she wasn't shown to be, like, mm-hmm. a loving figure. Like, not in a bad way, but just kind of, just like... kind of hard. Yeah, just, like, a tough love thing. It was just mm-hmm. nicer to be like, I'm happy to see Chopper. Yeah, yeah, and it's, like, the the debate. They're not the debate, but, like, the sort of conversation of, like, parent figure, but also they're kind of a teacher and stand-in. They didn't really choose this. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. But, uh, 
the person who was really really loving died yeah uh um he'd be be happy oh absolutely that's probably part of why she's happy too because she Mm, knows happy now i want to cry no don't (laughs) yeah same she points out some shit about dalton not living in the castle and he's like no that's not like it down here um some shit about chestnuts that didn't make sense uh and then yeah the stuff with uh being surprised about robin and miss all sunday with Vivi, and then we go to a location that we've not seen before called baltigo doesn't look nice no it looks barren as shit it looks miserable rocks uh just everywhere and there's like a rock that some people are inside of and yet unseen island on the grand line uh the revolution army is here uh they're discuss they're discussing a successful coup in the south blue and their leader dragon walks past a stack of wanted posters sees luffy um the person who is like Oh, yeah, that's just Luffy. They say he did this. Yeah. Makes it very clear that no one knows about Dragon's life. I think, I think they, they mentioned Garp offhandedly, too, as someone that... Yeah, they, it's obvious they don't know what Dragon's full name is, because Monkey D. Dragon, Monkey yeah. D. Luffy, they're like, huh. Dragon sounds like a codename. It so does. Like, it, it also does, too, yeah. Yeah, it kind of passes. So, like, maybe it's like, uh, last name D. Smoker. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think <laughs> Smoker has a D, but... Because <laughs> I, I think if he did, we would know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he steps outside... To get some air, and uh, he... Oh, yeah, they also say that the, they make a big deal about how combined all of the crew members' bounty is, like, over 600 it's million. 667 million and 50. Yeah. <laughs> because of Chopper. Yeah. Uh, they make a point how, like, Luffy's related to Garp. Um, yeah. yeah. Seemingly unaware that Dragon's in the middle there. Yeah. Um, and Dragon says... Uh, he steps outside, and he thinks to himself, like... He hopes that Luffy's actions make people question the world government more and says one day it'll be a time for them to meet. And then the Straw Hats celebrate Usopp and Robin returning and Frankie joining them with the new ship. And that's it. We're done. Hello, you beautiful blood-sucking babes. I'm Sahana. And I'm Kat. And we're the hosts of Summer Twilight Book Club, a podcast where two dumb bitches with social work degrees reread the four horniest books of their teenage years. If you're at all curious about any of the following, this is the podcast for you. Does Bella Swan have a car crash fetish? Yes. I am telling you right now the answer is yes. Does Stephanie Meyer understand healthy relationship boundaries? Has Bella Swan ever had a secure attachment in her life? How has Twilight impacted the societal and my personal conceptions of romance? Why does Stephanie Meyer owe Sahana and all other brown people reparations? Why is Edward Cullen so into edging? You can find Summer Twilight Book Club at theorangegirls.com or on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you access podcasts to find out. Wait a minute. We got to unload more shit on you. There's one more episode. 325. The most evil ability. Blackbeard's darkness attacks Ace. That's it. Uh, they did that title does a recap for us. Yeah, it's basically that's basically what happens. The yeah, episode, there's, there's no long summary written, so we're just flying solo now. Yeah. We were we watched the, that and then walked in here and I mean sat down. it's been two and a half hours we've been talking about one piece now. Yeah. But but it's um it's just Ace it the the prologue before it says something about it being like a couple days before an important event. This was three days before the bounties were updated. Okay. I think is what it said. Three okay. days before like what we just saw. Yeah. We were just talking about Ace tracking down Blackbeard and Shanks' concern about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be happening 
as Shanks is expressing his concern. For I feel like know. it is. Just a little bit too late, buddy. I feel I feel like the uh the end the end shot we see here probably happens at the same time that Whitebeard and Shanks clash. That would be some cool parallel. Well, I can just I can I can just say that's that that is what happened because it's cooler in my head if that's how it works. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can't prove wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Might be able to. <laughs> I th- technically I don't know if they really confirm when that meeting happens because you could say that those cutaways happen whenever. That's not necessarily relative to. How, uh, when things are happening in Water 7. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, Ace confronts Blackbeard on this, uh, island. I don't even remember what the fuck it's called. Cowboy uh, Island. <laughs> yeah, it, they, there, are, there are cowboys there. Bonero Island. Um, in a un- uninhabited part of it, just a bunch of empty buildings. Yeah. Looks like a, it's a cool setting. It, ghost Western town. Do you think that's why they have it? Because it's like a, a showdown? Yeah, a little bit. It's I mean, it's. I, this were the wild, wild west, I'd say. It's high noon. It's the only good joke in part three. That and Weird Al Yankovic. Ace catches up with Blackbeard on Bonaire Island to fight him because he wronged the Whitebeard pirates. Blackbeard says, join my crew. Ace says no. Your power is real good. And as soon as Ace says no, uh, the sniper guy shoots him. Yeah, which obviously doesn't work. Goes through him. He's made a fire. Yo, ho, ho. How'd that happen? He is, it's a Logia type. We've been over this, but Blackbeard seems concerned about this. Like, oh, fuck, now we're doing it, huh? So the fighting begins. His second in command, Burgess, Jesus Burgess, throws the building at him. Doesn't matter. Can't touch the boy. Made yeah. a fire. Yeah. Burns a bunch of shit down. Burns, uh, throws some fire out of his hands. He uses it like a gun. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Don't have to censor that one for kids. <laughs> yep. And, um,. Uh, it, d- it does catch uh, Blackbeard on fire, and he's like, hurts real bad. Yeah, fire, <laughs> ow. He struggles really bad with it for such a big guy, such a big bad guy, like yeah. so strong. And um, he, it takes a long time for him to like, put these fires out, and he's rolling around, like his crew has to help him. And he slowly walks over, talks some shit about it. And uh, Blackbeard, uh, he's like, talks more about like doing the, why'd you kill the dude? Like, you know, Cardinal Sin. He's like, look, I had to. Yeah. He found the devil fruit that I wanted. The strongest one. I, I knew it. I memorized it from the book of all the devil fruits that apparently exist. And it says strongest. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm assuming he was able to just, yeah. if he knew them all, he would know which one he wanted most. Yeah. Strongest one. Uh, if you, in On the Whitebeard pirate crew, if whatever you find is... But if you find devil fruit, it is yours to eat. And Blackbeard's saying that this fruit shows me. He said he had to kill uh, the character's name is Thatch. Yeah. To get it. And he did. And he got it. And he shows it off to Ace. And I want you to tell me you had some reactions to it. It's just total nonsense bullshit. Compared to any other, other fruit we've seen. It's the dark, dark fruit. Mm-hmm. And it's a Logia type. So it's... He's darkness. He is a darkness man. He is darkness, and darkness is gravity. So what he like when he's first yeah. spreading the stuff out, we see it like crushing things a little bit and like condensing yeah. them. It has like, like a, black a hole. it has like a it absorbs. Yeah, it has like a yeah. Uh, it draws things into it. Yeah, and then he it's like, kind of. I think it's a little bit more flexible than this, but it feels like his idea of darkness or the fruit's idea of darkness is based around 
a black hole in space. Yeah. Rather uh, than like the the It's more of like a nothing fruit. A a he darkness is, that is so deep that it absorbs even light and everything yeah. else. So cuz like uh, it's absence of light mm-hmm. cuz like black is supposed to be like the absence of light when it comes to a color. Yeah. So that's kind of more of what it is than mm-hmm. it is like a shadow. I think yeah, it, it's not it's not a one note fruit the way a yeah. lot of the earlier ones we've seen. And I think because specifically he's saying dark, I feel like there could probably be a shadow shadow fruit even. Like Maybe that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and Maybe not just because they're so similar. But. Yeah, but it, it has that it has that nuance of like the whole concept of darkness and black and everything. Mm-hmm. So he does that, and it like envelops the whole town, and then he just sucks everything in and it disappears and then he shoots it all out of himself Mm -hmm. so he just brings he can bring stuff in and he says this fruit has great gives you great pain like existing as darkness is painful yes which is very very edgy it is yeah it's it's yeah, There's funny. a little more context for it, so it's not as like embarrassing. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> interesting because uh, so Ace is like, if you're a Logia, because he points out to Logia for you. Yeah. If you're a Logia, why does my fire hurt you? Why doesn't it go through? He's like, I don't get that power. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't come because darkness exists to absorb. Yeah, I everything hits me and it hits me harder, like than it hits normal people. Mm-hmm. Like I feel every I feel everything a lot all the time. Yeah, and. uh he he then says, but yes. there's an extra yeah. thing it, to it. Yeah, it also absorbs devil fruit powers. Meaning that when, one, he, he can physically draw things near him. It's kind of like the hand in part yeah. four. It doesn't, like, de- delete space. <laughs> but is it just, like, the, the visual of him drawing Ace towards him reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, but he draws Ace towards him, and he grabs his arm, and he grabs his arm. He can't turn into fire. And he's like, I'm sure you've noticed. Uh, you can't use your devil fruit power when I'm touching you. Like, it absorbs the ability for him to do it. And he punches Ace. And he punches him across and he does and it hurts. a shit ton of damage. And he's like... Starts just... coughing up blood. Yeah, he's like, it's probably the first time you've been punched in a long time. Probably is. Yeah. And uh, they fight a little bit longer. Um, Ace does a lot of cool moves. Ace has some really cool moves. You said, what is the context for him to say, say, say no most fire? Yeah. Because he calls a move that. <laughs> Yeah, they, they land blows on each other. Because uh, Ace immediately knows, like, if I stay away from him, I can still hurt him. Yeah. And yeah. he's still, like, a skilled combatant otherwise, so he's able to figure that out pretty quick. Yeah, he wasn't just, like, down in one hit, like, uh, I think Blackbeard kind of expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, because there's, there's this sentiment that without your double fruit, you're just a cocky idiot. Yeah. They fight... Um, and it kind of builds up to, like, they're just destroying the fucking island immediately. But it builds up to both of them doing their strongest attacks, where there's this huge, gigantic wave of darkness, and Ace builds this, like, you immediately said spirit bomb. <laughs> yeah. It's just this gigantic fireball sun-looking yeah, thing. Yeah, he basically makes the sun, which is, like, the what you'd think of would be the opposite of darkness. Yeah, and yet, uh, Blackbeard says, like, who, who will win, the sun or the darkness? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they clash. And a very nicely framed shot where it's in the center, half is the sun orb and half is the darkness orb. It is a beautiful shot. It goes to white. Camera pans over to Ace's hat laying on the ground. Yeah. And it says, what happened here will be the inciting instant incident of a big event to come. <laughs> and that is where we leave you this episode. It's real bad. 
after the after the plugs, I'll ask Jory their predictions of what's to come, as I do every <laughs> every episode. But for now, Jory, I'm actually before we do the plugs, I'm kind of curious. How do you feel about these episodes? Like I kind of know the answer. There's a whole unloading here, and it's a lot. Yeah. It's good. It gives you with a post alabaster. There wasn't as much to like. You kind of dive straight into Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Rajaya. They they didn't give them a lot to like jump off of there. Mm-hmm. But here they have like. Here's here's reasons to keep watching. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah, because there weren't reasons to keep watching. Because Alabaster is so good. It's like I've seen it all. Well, it's like you don't know what's going on. So if like if you feel satisfied, almost yeah. you could be like, hey. Yeah, it's not like here's some stuff moving in the background. Yeah. As a there's a little bit with Jaya introducing Blackbeard, but it's not a big oh. deal. I do like this because usually with a lot of shows, that's why I don't like a lot of like serialized TV shows like Game of Thrones and stuff like that is. Well, the shows start out so condensed, and then when they start introduce stuff, you kind of lose tr- things fall to the wayside, and you mm. lose interest of what's so harder to keep track. Yeah, what thi- what things kind of keep you interested in it? But in this, it's like more exciting because we know it's dire- it's still directly related to Luffy in some way. Yes, Ace is involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we actually didn't mention Blackbeard had a plan to capture Luffy. Yeah, and, and that's that, what that, and that, that Ace that was like, off. I have more reason to kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I think it does. I think it does everything really well. I think I think um, I made a joke that like ah oh, yes, the genre of episode that just doesn't have Luffy in it. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, I, th- I think One Piece does a really really good job setting up stakes for things. Yeah, and like making things matter when you're watching it. It is still fucking storming outside. Yeah, it is. Well, all right, let's get into these pluggy plugs. Jory, where could people find you on the good old internet? I'm on Twitter.com at at no I'm Jory. Where I'll tweet about stuff I'm doing sometimes, media I'm consuming, dumb things that pop in my brain, uh, bad jokes I see when we're walking to get food. Um, yeah. <laughs> which will now, which by the time this is out, will be like two, three months old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twitter's still going to be around. I hope not. <laughs> Do not present me with a future like that because that is the biggest relief and then I'm going to be sad that it's not real. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, uh, do other podcasts on this network? Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast. Uh, this week we're recording this. We are episode. We didn't do an episode of that because I was gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we weekly talk about wrestling and recap it and let you know what's going on in case you can't watch it or you want like supplementary material. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe Ghost of J O. Uh, I make a shit ton of other podcasts. I'm wondering where Nervous Rex will be at by now. So we're gonna stop and talk about. Neon Genesis Evangelion with my good friend Chris. It's been heavy. Um, we 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 dive deep into those themes that are presented, and it's a very dense text. Um, if you like me talking about anime here and uh, our, our readings of it, you can check over there to see uh, Chris and I doing that for Neon Genesis. Um, also, on the same network as this one, we are on the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Uh, you can check out other shows and support the network at theorangegroves.com. There is a Discord server for the network. You can find the link to that at the bottom of the page. And there is a room for We Are if you want to stop in and uh, and talk to us yeah. about the anime. Let's talk about One Piece. Mm-hmm. No Good. Spo- no spoileries for me, please. Yep. We, uh, we're going to be in Thriller Bark next. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. What am I saying? They're going to Fishman Island. Yeah, they're going to Fishman Island. Next stop. No Fishman skeletons. Island. No skeletons. No skeletons, no skeletons, no skeletons. <laughs> Stop. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. We, we we have like weird momentum right now. Just like we just want to keep watching and recording. <laughs> Anyways, also we have a Patreon. 
that hmm. I'm not really sure what it's going to look like right when this episode comes out. But uh, episodes are going to be there early, and we're planning to do some sort of bonus content. But yeah, so you can find that at patreon.com forward slash we are watching OP. That's also our Twitter. We are watching OP that you can follow for updates on the show. As of now, we on the Patreon, we just have the $1 tier that'll get you the bonus and, and monthly stuff that we do. I'm just going to edit in real quick to say thank you to our July patrons. Adam, Jay Harkins, Kat, Kyle, Martin, Peter, Ricky, and Steven. Thank you so much for supporting us and uh, to update on the bonus content. We have been doing movie, movie commentaries each month. Uh, we've done the first three One Piece movies for July. We just did Chopper Kingdom that uh, just went up uh, right before this episode went up a few days early. So yeah, and it's just, again, that $1 tier. If you give us more, that's great. Uh, we do have a goal set in place where we'll try to do uh, two episodes a month. And yeah, thanks. It's motivational for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it helps. We, kn we know you care. Yeah, and uh, if, you, if you haven't, if, if, leave us a nice review because we have some mean ones. <laughs> they're, they're, most of them just complain about how frequently we upload. We have Even lives. the nice ones. Yeah, we have lives. I understand, but yeah. it, it sucks if you like something. It makes me, it's motivational. Makes me happy that you like it, but mm -hmm. uh, we got stuff going on. Mostly, people are nice to yeah. us online. Yeah, I do believe that is it. Which means now I get to ask you, Jory, where you think. I mean, I, I could. I feel like with these episodes, I'm curious of what you think is going to happen soon on the bigger scale. Oh, well, they're going to Fishman Island, and I've heard you talk about how big of a deal Fishman Island is. So we I will have get, said that. So we will get to see all the stuff that made Arlong the way Arlong was. Maybe, like, who's subject to Fishman racism, so now he hates humans. Mm. Or maybe he was just a dick and, as a kid, and now he's just a big <laughs> asshole now, and we find out that's not normal for Fishmen. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to Fishman Island. Um, Ace, uh, he won, and Blackbeard's gone forever. Uh, <laughs> I, I partially feel like Blackbeard is too goofy of a design to be a big deal. <laughs> really? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, it's kind of like, I, I didn't say it specifically, but I feel like, uh, Dragon's design just feels too, like, one-note bad guy to be, like, a big deal as well. That, that could be an instance, like you said, that maybe Oda didn't really know at first, because that's just kind of like... I don't know, something with Dragon's, like, face just makes him look, like, less important than he should be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel that. All right. Um, Whitebeard and Shanks are, are going to have a friendly spar. And then, just for fun. Yeah, just for fun. And they're going to go. And uh, Luffy's going to find the One Piece. That's a good, <laughs> that's, a, that's a reasonable prediction, right? <laughs> he finds the One Piece. <laughs> well, we'll see if that's true <laughs> next time. <laughs> Next time on We Are Watching oh, One Piece. And until then, <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. Welcome.
welcome to Very Random Encounters, where we play tabletop RPGs and randomly determine as much as possible. Remember playing with Legos and swapping the people's heads and limbs to create horrid abominations that God forgot? Our show is what it would be like if those rejected attempts at the human form had to go out and save the day. We turn the nonsense into a story with a nice message, like how friendship is stronger than a mind-controlled goblin jazz band. Hey, that's a thing that really happened. Find Very Random Encounters wherever you randomly determine to listen to podcasts.